Welcome back to another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast. We took a little hiatus. Life kind of got in the way a little bit, uh, but we are back. I'm Trey Lessio, the Don of Entertainment, alongside the homie Brandon Ogden in the podcast studio. As you know, this is the ultimate source for music, movies, TV, and sports. Uh, I'm going to be straight up front. This is going to be a long podcast. Long podcast. We haven't done this in about a month, so we have a shit ton to talk about. Um, so bear with us. Um, we haven't done our draft as well. We haven't done our uh, draft dog segment in a while, but it's not dead. It'll be back, just not today. We have too much to break down. Uh, again, so bear with us. And with that being said, let's jump right into the shit. So uh, let's start off with the shoot the shit segment. Um, you know, Brand- first of all, any crazy stories? I have some crazy stories that may be left off the podcast personally. Probably. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, any new movies, TV shows, songs, albums, uh, any any stories you want to tell to the I'm to the fans out there? God, it's been so long. It has been, dude. Uh, it's been crazy. How have, how have you been? Good, You're in the new good. house. How's in the house? house. Uh, you liking it? It's a lot of work, but it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. So I don't like mowing. It took me about two and a half Fuck hours yes. to mow. Wait till you so, wait till you got to shovel snow, my friend. Yeah. That shit sucks even worse. So, but other than that, yeah, no, things are going really good. So good, uh, I'm good, glad good. To be in house, no longer having to pay rent. Yep. Uh, so that's nice. Building that equity, yeah. it's always a good thing. Yeah. So as far as stuff I've seen, because I think we're gonna pretty much break down all yeah. the new music. Yeah. I watched, so I have HBO because I got DirecTV. Hell yeah. A three month thing. Uh, watch Paterno. Okay. Uh, that was that was decent. And uh, so one thing I like to point out with that movie is it's it's the director's take on right. his life. So obviously, like we don't for sure know it that is. to be true, right. but that's some fucked up shit, yeah, right? Yeah, like, there's goddamn, some, there's some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing was it wasn't even like his life. It was like everything about Sandusky. Like, yeah, nothing was. And it was funny how they. It was made, more about the scandal, right? Yeah, it was funny how they made Joe Pa's son such an asshole. Oh yeah, the coach. Uh, I think I don't know if it's Brian. I think or it's Jay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They made Jay such an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Which he is. So I've only funny. seen it like once or twice. But yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Craziest shit was the phone call at the very end. Like. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That no. was wild. Crazy. Um, we saw Solo together. We did. That was the last movie I saw. We can the break that. We're gonna break that down a little bit further. Yeah. So. Um. Other than that, I don't know. I feel like I've seen a couple of different things mm-hmm. since the last time we talked. Well, we both watched that last comedian at my house. Yeah, with I like the, that with De Niro. That was pretty good. That you was, fucking called that I pregnant. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Uh, we both watched Tupac at my house. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to be unpacking, and me and Trey somehow found the time to watch two full movies. But we got your shit pa- unpacked too. We so I mean, we we, we killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, other than that, I, I think that's kind of the majority of it. Hell yeah. We played a lot of slow pitch. Yep, true. We had an epic comeback Oh, my last God, night. insane. Down so 10 to 2 in the last inning, and yeah. we won 15 to 10. Was it 15 to 10? I think 14 so. 14 to 10? Okay. Either way, fucking crazy. Yeah, it was wild. That was, that was a fun one. It was. That, that was, was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had fun there. Um, as for me, listening to music... It's just been a fucking crazy-ass summer so far uh, with music. We're going to kind of break down uh, all the Wyoming albums from uh, uh, Kanye's production standpoint. But uh, looking forward to J-Rock's album, and I have a little tidbit on here. Nas comes out tonight slash tomorrow as well as J-Rock. But just 
fucking lots of music going on. I I love it. Can't can't get enough. Um, movie wise, you know, Solo, Deadpool. We we talked about Avengers. I think in the last podcast. Um, I'd like to go see the fucking Gotti movie. It's not playing in our city. Um, can't find tickets today. I don't see it tomorrow either. It's kind of annoying, but I want to see that. Incredibles two is coming out. I'll probably go check that one out. It's 14 years in the making, so got to do that with our movie pass, so might as well, you know. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, just a lot lot going on. Uh, we're going to start off with music. Um, just like I said, because there is so much to talk about, we're going to talk about the Wyoming albums to start. So the latest one is Kid See Ghost. That is Kid Cudi and Kanye, their joint album. So, um First of all, all of these albums are seven songs, so whether you consider that an album, whether you consider an EP, we're considering it albums just because these artists are considering them albums. So um, for future reference, when we break, when we do the Best Of podcast and when I put out my list, I will be considering these for the the top ten. So uh, Kid See Ghost, that is the Kid Cudi Yay project. Um, have you gotten a chance to listen to this one? Yet? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, what were your What were your thoughts on on this one? I guess. See me. Uh, let me. I'll start this one off. So I am not the biggest Kid Cudi fan. I'll, right. I'll be straight up honest. Um, back in high school, of yes, he had some really really good songs. Um, they've been featured in some movies. Like yeah, he has some good songs. But <clears throat> with me, I'm a big rap album guy and i just i've never gotten into a full kid cuddy album and this is really like the first whole album of kid cuddy that i've listened to granted it's seven songs and it's kind of combined with kanye um i think this was more of a kid cuddy album personally um and i liked it it was pretty good um there were some songs i liked more than others reborn i think is my favorite um i think Kanye definitely put more production value into this album than he did his own. Um, I'm not going to say I like Kid See Ghost more than Ye, but I can definitely tell on the production side, it felt like he put a little more time and effort into it. Um, but I liked it. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. It'll probably end up on my top 10 at the end of the year. Granted, there's going to be a shit ton more, so maybe it'll bump it out. But uh, overall, I thought it was a fun album is that a fair assessment do you th wh yeah. what do you think yeah yeah you, you liked yay better than this i did and i know that's a hot take for some uh, people but dude I, i'm telling you i like it uh oh I, I mean let's we'll start with kids see ghost yes uh, <laughs> we're going chronologically it was, just, it was weird to me it did, there didn't feel like any rapping like you know what i mean like it, it didn't feel like it felt like seven songs is too short and then it was like the songs themselves were too short. Okay. And then they had really long intros mm -hmm. and then no like verses. To yeah. Me. Like it, it felt. <clears throat> I, I think. I, sorry to did, interrupt did you. you. you yes, I totally do. I think they emphasize on what they know people like and they know kid. They know people love Kid Cudi's hums. Yeah. And that's kind of what it sounded like. Kid Cudi was basically on every hook. Um, Kanye threw in some ad libs that -da 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 -da. like yeah. definitely weird. I like the vibes though. Here, here's kind of my I don't know if it's a hot take or whatever, but I've watched both of the live streams for Kid See Ghost and Ye, and it, 
I don't know why, but it just makes me like the album more. It's it's weird. Well, maybe I should have done that. Then. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. It's just it's just kind of cool seeing all those celebrities in one spot. They're all kind of getting hyped to the album, and you see everybody's reaction to each song. And you know, he doesn't put out uh, he puts out a track list, but no listed features. Like we got Pusha T on one of these songs, so you don't know that's coming. Just to see them kind of react to that moment where it first drops is kind of cool i would recommend i'm gonna try to stay up for the nas live stream if they do it on that uh wave app that they've fucking done the kids see ghost and yay but um i don't know there's just something about that that i i like it more but yeah, that's my that's my take on Kitsy Ghost. I mean, you don't yeah. do you have anything I mean, else was, for that? It, it was it was alright. I liked it better than the Yay album. Okay. Um I I totally agree that seven songs just it's not enough. Yeah. Um I, I don't I don't like the seven song albums, but is what it is. Um I thought I, I enjoyed Cuddy a little bit more than Yay on this. Okay. Um the beats were kinda cool. Yeah. Um I don't know. It, to me, this isn't a top 10 album. Uh, to me, um, this isn't something that I, when it comes on in the car, I'm not going to be like, I have to listen to this. It's probably going to be a, man, what the hell is this shit? Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. I guess I'll play it. <laughs> I guess. You know, like, I'll I, fucking play it. I don't know. And I'm not I'm not the world's biggest Cuddy fan either. I did really enjoy, um, what is it, Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the hell yeah. it is. That's, I mean, that was his breakout yeah, fucking that, album. That, to me, is the best Cuddy album. Um, probably the only Cuddy album that, start to finish, I could actually listen to. Yeah, uh, um, I feel so, you. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was okay. I, I kind of thought this would have been a little bit better than what it was. Yeah. I think a lot of people wanted it to be like watch the throne levels. It definitely wasn't. But I wish they would have at least like wrapped back and forth or something. Like, yeah, it, it a little chemistry felt, with yeah, it. It literally felt like no one rapped. Yeah, like, it, there's just I, I don't know why. I mean, obviously there was some rap verses and stuff, mm. but throughout I just kept being like. Okay, that song just ended, and I don't know. You know, I think I think what they're trying to do is, and I, I I'll save like my whole take with the seven song albums for uh, when we get done breaking all of them down. But um, I think they're going more for like art. Like this is art. This isn't like, and it's weird because Kanye, I would say, is one of the biggest artists of our time, right? of right now right um but i wouldn't call him like a great like a greatest rapper so in terms of that i think that's their take on the music part of it but um i don't know so let's let's kind of go right into yay um so yay that's kanye's album again seven songs um starts out very weird with him saying i love myself way more than i love you so of course, I'm going to think about killing you. Yeah. I thought about killing myself, so damn right I'm going to think about killing you. It's just weird as hell. I So a lot of people, I, I, I personally think a lot of people like heard this and they're like, what the fuck, this is weird. And then they maybe tune the rest out or either shut it off or whatever. I personally like the last half of the album. I, I think it's really good. Um, people have said to me, well, it's... it's, it's the it's, last half five six seven <laughs> i don't know let me see the track list do you have it up yeah I do. okay let me see uh, so i mean i love wouldn't leave i really like no mistakes ghost town i i think is the biggest song on this album and then violent crimes is my favorite fucking song it's deep as hell i love it um people say to me this is easily kanye's worst album 
And maybe it hard, is hard, hard, hard agree. Really, hard agree. See, I would put maybe the Yeezus. I would put I would, exactly. I put this up with Yeezus yeah. as worst albums. I just I like it. It, it it's um, I, it's like simplistic. The samples are what you're looking for out of a Kanye album. Yes, it's weird. Yes, he has kind of the dumb, corny lines here and there. Um, but. You can't tell me that Violent Crimes, Wouldn't Leave, like those are really good songs. Ghost Town, um, the girl on the Ghost Town, fucking love her part. Yeah, uh, she has a great voice. Same with Violent Crimes, actually. Yeah, I think that's the, the same yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully we get like more of her or she kind of becomes a breakout star. I think her name is like 070 Shake or something like that. She kind of has like a weird voice, but it kind of worked. Um, I wouldn't say like I liked the message, but like I think. Did you know what the message was? I I have a take on what the first message was with the, I thought about killing myself, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, as a key, cohesive album, do you think there was any message? No, I I don't think there was a cohesive message. I think throughout each song there was uh, individual message with with each song. Um, I like the. I kind of got. I don't want to say this is kind of a hot take, but like I kind of got like lemonade four forty four vibes on the wouldn't leave. Like he's saying, like uh, I I told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't leave. Like he's he's saying that he fucked up and he said that dumbass slavery comment, and he's like he said Kim called him crying, saying we're about to lose it all, and he said. You can leave me now, but she wouldn't leave. I was like, okay, I'm feeling that vulnerability. I'm feeling that honesty, and I like that. No, um, what's the other one? Um, is it no mistakes? There was another one where it's kind of like not lovey dovey, but it's like apologetic, and I just I like I like when albums have um, vulnerability and they're honest and they tell a story. I think this album did that. Yes, it was weird. Yes, it started off with the weirdest intro. Um, but I think the intro plays into kind of the duality of Kanye and he even came out and said he's been diagnosed with bipolarism or bipolar, whatever Which makes him a superhero. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of his own take on it. Whatever. Some people may disagree with that, but I think that, the fact that he's saying like I want to kill you because I love myself way more than I love you, and of course I, I'm thinking about killing myself, so of course I'm thinking about killing you. I just think that's kind of a play on his bipolar, um, but also, and when you peel a layer back, I think it's also kind of a nod to tell people you need to love yourself. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a little deeper than what people initially heard. Um, I liked it. I really liked it. I I personally liked Yay better than Kitsy Ghost. Here here's my take on that. I would say if you I would I could throw on Yay like any time and be like or I I, I kind of vibe with this. But Kitsy Ghost, I kind of have to be in a mood for it. Um, and I'm just not the biggest Kid Cudi fan. So, but I I, I like this Yay album. Um, that's just that's my thing. Yeah, you uh, just you're not really vibing with I it that did, much. I, I wasn't feeling it. First off, like, kind of like you said, I I get the art aspect of Kanye, and not necessarily. I mean, I don't think anybody considers him a great lyricist by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, um, maybe back on his first album, but yeah, yeah, be- my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That one is top tier, but that one's more artsy fartsy right. too. But yeah, um, but. To me, this this lyrically I thought was horrible. Yeah, um, you made the comment about the chip lyric, the, the Fritos the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's just so many like punchlines that he he gave where I I almost like giggled. 
Yeah. Or like threw my eyebrows up because it was like, that's what you, you came with? Yeah. Like, this is what you've been hyping up. You've been hibernating in freaking Wyoming for, for that? Yeah. Uh, but on the same note, I think he's doing it on purpose because he's no, he knows he's on the level of where he's at, superstardom, and he can say whatever the fuck he wants and you'll listen to it. I think yeah, that's that why he does it. it good. No, I totally, it I totally agree with you. I'm it's just like, saying that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to get inside the mind of Kanye. And it's art. Be careful. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just another thing I struggle with. Excuse me. All of Kanye's albums, to be honest, is you never know when he's being like genuine or not. Like you don't know. Like this shit with with Kim. Like is, is he just fucking around or? Like, is he being honest? Like, because he's so guarded sometimes uh, yeah. that, like, you can't ever, like, and he just has so much crazy shit you don't know. Like, is he just making this up in his mind? Or, yeah. like, is it actual, excuse me, actually true? So I, I always kind of struggle with that with Kanye. While um, we're on the Kim Kanye subject, does Kanye just cheat on Kim? That uh, I have, it, like, I'm pretty like sure that's what it sounded like. I know, right? Like, what the fuck? He and then he had like the weird line where he talks about like, I don't know if this was in this. I think it was in Yay where he says like, if Tristan wasn't like a Kobe Bryant type, yeah, he then he'd be single or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, like all these thoughts on Christian Mingle is almost what got. Tristan single, yeah, something like that. But then, he, yeah, and it's just like, yeah. Wh- what does Chloe think when she? Listens? Like, <laughs> I know, you know right? What I mean? like, <laughs> I and then know. he had like a Chris Gamble, which is Chris Jenner's, yeah. Uh, and, and it's just like, I, I don't get it. Like to me, I if if I were Kim, I'd be like, "Motherfucker, you put that out, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you." Well, speaking of that, I guess in the wouldn't leave, he had another comment. I don't know if it was about slavery or what, but he showed it to her last minute and. She told him to take it out, and I guess he actually did take it out. Mm. And another thing on the plane, like he showed her last minute, I heard that um, these albums were like recorded way up to the last minute. I heard Ghost Town on the Yay album was recorded the day it got dropped, so, which is insane. And another me. thing was, so apparently, uh, was it Charlemagne? Charlemagne the God, yeah. Yeah, apparently when he listened to the album, oh, it was a yep. completely different yep. album. Yep. So he completely scratched the first draft of the album, basically, yeah. and dropped a whole new album. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, um, big time. But but then but then when I think of it that way, it makes sense because this does kind of feel rushed. It oh, does yeah. kind of feel scattered all over the place, especially with uh, Kids See Ghost. I think it's a little bit more scattered than Yay. Um, well, on that... So I was waiting for the live stream like on the dot at 11 yeah. and it kept getting pushed back. So I have a feeling that Kids See Ghost, they went up and they got pushed past. Like yeah, no, it was, they I, were recording maybe I, at 11 right. that night. I, I, I would believe it. So can I, can I say one thing on that though? Yeah. I think in terms of that, like, yes, it's, it could, it gets sloppy a little bit and maybe it's not the best product. But I think in terms of making this on the fly, um, they've, I'm sure they've been like working on the albums for a while, listening to samples, clearing samples, shit like that. But working on it on the fly and up to the last moment, I don't want to say it's like a iconic, legendary one, like this is the first time it's ever been done. But I do think there's something to be said for it that all of these albums we have, the Pusha T album, which we're going to talk about next, the Kanye Soul album, the Cuddy Kanye album, the Nas album, the Tayana Taylor one. 
I think that the fact that he went to Wyoming, he's producing all of them. They're going up to the last minute. It just feels very, um, like unapologetic. There, there's a DJ Booth article out there. I think it kind of talks like this about this. I haven't really read it. I need to, but they're making art unapologetically without the fear of getting judged. Do you kind of get that vibe with these albums? I mean, I think they're just they're they're doing it to have fun. They're they don't really care what the critics are saying. They want to put out seven songs because I think that's enough to get their message across. And they're doing it in real time, having fun. Can you does that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. put a different right? I get that light I, on it. Okay, but then also take that the other way. What about all your fans that have been waiting for this? And, and I totally and, agree. And you you drop this. I mean, I, I I totally agree. And with the Nas album, we've been waiting fucking years for a Nas album. Right. We're only gonna get seven songs. In that regard, yeah, it kind of pisses me off. It's just kind of cool to see how it's like you know, it's I, forming I, I, in real time. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. I'll leave it with this. I'm just trying I'll to play it. a little devil's yeah, no, advocate I, for you. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I disagree. I'll leave it with this. The biggest Kanye fan I know, my boy Chase Menace Slade, <laughs> said, can you believe, like, I, I'm basically paraphrasing here, but he said, can you believe some people went to Wyoming and had to listen to this shit? Well, didn't he say, <laughs> didn't he have a tweet that was basically like, it's a, it's a damn shame Kanye died in, in Wyoming, <laughs> something like that. So that, that's all. I'm going to wrap with my guy on that one. So, all right. That's uh, fair. Yeah. I, I just, it, it, it is what it is. Um, I was, I was pretty disappointed to be honest. Okay. Disappointed. Especially cause like, you think about all the crazy shit he said leading up to it. I agree. If you're going to do that, like, that's cool. That's fine. But I, back like, it out with good it. music. But yeah, back it up and, like, put something out that, like, is fucking awesome. You okay. Know? No, I, I totally agree with you. And, I mean. He pimped it and then, like, went to the plate and hit a single. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's. And, I mean, we, we have. And everybody has different musical tastes. Like, right. a lot of people like to turn up. This isn't a turn up album. A lot of people, like. Like I like this. I think it's there is a point where there is some substance to this, but I do get, I do see your side of things where it's like it could have definitely been better. Yeah. So I, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, let's move on to the last Wyoming album that has dropped. Uh, that is Pusha T's Daytona, uh, drug dealing music, drug dealer rap. Um, this was Drake's I, dad. <laughs> oh fuck, we're gonna get to that too. But. Uh, this one I liked it a lot. Did yeah. you like this one? So I know I, I showed you, yeah, and you're just you, like, eh, it's okay. But have, has listen, it grown on you? I listened to a few songs. Uh, not really. I mean, Pusha T's just not for me. It never has been. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's his voice or like his delivery, but something just like doesn't sit right with me with Pusha. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Like, I I can't figure it out. I can't put my finger on what exactly it is, but. I've just never really been a big Pusha fan. Okay. Um, I, granted, uh, little five foot eleven white kid from the South Side of Des Moines, I was not, you know, <laughs> a drug dealing type of music guy. I, I feel you. Um, I but, feel you. Uh, I mean, it, it it is what it is. Um, honestly, it was probably. It might have been shit the best one of these three albums. Okay. I mean, I think you could. Make that I, we were gonna, I, yeah. I mean, I I was gonna ask you to rank them at like this one. I think felt. One, I think Pusha was the most true to form out of all three of these people. Okay. He stuck with what he knew, mm -hmm. which for better or worse, I mean, that's up to you to decide, I yeah. guess. Um, but it also felt the least sloppy, and that might have been because 
he stuck to what he knew. Yeah, totally. Um, so I guess in that regards, I, I'll give the leg up to Pusha. But okay. So I'm trying to decide if I like Daytona or Yay better. And I know some people may be like, oh, my God, Yay, what? You're going to put that over Daytona? Because a lot of people were calling Daytona a classic. A lot of people yeah. were calling it a masterpiece. It is, it is very good. I Like... Here's the thing with Pusha T's music for me. It's it's a this is a mood album. When you're in the mood to fucking you know be a be a fucking fiend and be a, a drug dealing son of a bitch and like get those dark vibes and like you're ready to go out and you want to turn up. Um, this isn't really turn up music, but I would put him on the level of uh, Pusha T and Schoolboy Q. They are. Um, the highest level of like gangster rap drug dealing music um and it's kind of a mood album so when i'm in the mood for this yeah i'm fucking with it hardcore but i feel like i can throw on yay anytime and really be like okay i'm vibing with this um so i'm trying to decide which one i like better i really like daytona i thought it was beautifully done it had strangely some cohesiveness to it um at the end when it, it was uh the what would meek do when it's Kanye and him going back and forth and it's like, how do you respond? And then it kind of goes into the infrared where it's basically the Drake diss and he's kind of, it, it feels like he's coming at um, maybe all of the rappers, but specifically Drake. So it kind of had that, a little bit of cohesiveness to it. Um, I thought well, it was also, can we, we'll get to it. Never mind. Okay. Keep no, going. you're good. You're right, good. Go ahead. You're good. I just, yeah, I thought Pusha T's was very well done. Um, so, I would either go Yay, Daytona, it's 1-2 tied for me, and then Kid See Ghost. Really looking forward to the Nas album. Um, I think the the Wyoming project has been a fun little experiment. I, 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 wouldn't, I think it could be perfected maybe with some more, um, maybe, maybe more people who like to do that and do it on the fly. I think we could get maybe a little bit better product um, overall, but I, I like I like the idea of this working in real time. I think it's kind of cool. So um, that is Kitsy Ghost, Yay Daytona. Those are our review, reviews for that. Um, now I was going to kind of talk about my my take on the seven track albums. I personally, I, I don't want to say I don't like it, but I definitely think I'm personally one of those type of guys who likes to to carve out time to sit down and listen to an album. I don't think seven songs is really enough to like fully sit down and get into a story. Um, you know, a four, to double that, a 14-track album, really, that that is when you can really sink your teeth into something and like take the full journey of an album. I know that sounds kind of corny and whatever, but that's the type of music listener I am. I like to listen to a story. Seven songs, you're just like, just getting the gist of like a full album in my mind but it, it's whatever I, I i really hope that we don't get in this mode where it's like our attention these rappers and artists think that our attention span isn't good enough to listen to like a full length 14 to 16 track album so they're going to put out these seven track albums just to hold our attention um i hope we don't get to that point i hope we can have a little bit of um, the old school way of listening to music, but who knows? Uh, my question to you would be um, in the era of like the streaming age, do you think this is better or worse for like numbers in terms of uh, an album charting and a number, uh, an album like blowing up? Yeah, it's a good question. First, let me say 
As far as like seven song albums, I just actually went through um, Kitsy Ghost and Yay. Only two songs on each album were even over four minutes. Yeah. So like if you're going to give us seven albums, at least give us like consistently mm-hmm. four or five minute songs yeah. to at least make up for some of the songs we're not getting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That that's why it felt like there was no rapping. I mean, you got three songs that are in the two minutes, two tens, two thirties. Yeah. I mean. You put a hook or like a intro and then a hook and you're at like 45 seconds worth of, yeah. you know, bars. And yeah, stuff. it's crazy. So that to me bothers me. Um, I kind of forgot your question. I was just um, in the in the streaming age. Okay, yeah. Because yes, yes, yes. like a lot saying. a lot of albums nowadays, like we're gonna we get like twenty fucking songs, right. and a lot of people say it's just because they want to boost their streaming numbers. But this is kind of the complete opposite. Right. And I don't know if you know this, but Ye's album is doing great. It, I think it char- it charted at number one. Um, I don't know if it's breaking records, but it's definitely doing a lot on the mm-hmm. streaming end. So it's just kind of interesting to see like a seven yeah. song album yeah, no, can do. As well as I, what a right. twenty album or a twenty song album intended to do. Yeah, I, I think there's a happy medium in there. Yeah, um, you know, I don't really want to sit down and listen to twenty songs yeah. on an album. I mean, that's a stupid amount of time to have to listen to. Uh, like even more life, you know. I go back to that. That shit was so long. It's a little bloated. That it felt like. I mean, it feels like when more life's on. I feel like there's songs I've never fucking heard. Yeah, you know, because you just you can't get to all. Oh of yeah. Them. Um, and then with seven songs, I mean, if it, it just really comes down to what the quality is, I mm-hmm. guess, of the two. Um, but to me, like this one, I, I guess I would rather take seven mediocre songs than 20 mediocre songs. Yeah. I mean, Here, here's another question for you. Would you ra- like, I think this is an obvious answer, but would you rather have a shorter album that you play on repeat or a long album that you only have to listen to once? Oh no! I'd rather I'd uh, to me if it's on repeat then, exactly then, then you like it more uh, yeah exactly so I, I'll always take quality over quantity yeah. but um, I mean even like uh, the weekend would he do like a four album four yeah song, like six songs like something like that yeah last. I I mean that's cool that's something like if you're putting out music consistently it's one thing to give us for sure seven songs every album but when, when we hear you like year, like right yeah. but when you're taking years in between yeah I mean. It doesn't matter how good of a quality those seven songs are. It's not going to be enough. Yeah, because we're going to want more. Consumer, right? Because I yeah. wait for so long. Like, if M was like, I'm doing an album. Like, I it, think about when Recovery came out. Yeah. Like, imagine if Recovery was fucking seven songs. <laughs> yeah. I've been so pissed. Exactly. You know? So, um, I, there's got to be happy medium. Um, obviously, quality is the most important aspect. Yeah. And I think about it like this. Kendrick Lamar, he can put out a 14-song album because the quality is there. Right. Uh, J. Cole, the same with KOD. I think it was maybe 16 songs. I It, it, it comes down to quality. To, and it speaks to you as an artist. If you can give me 14 different songs that are really good quality that – I can't skip a song because each one's so good. Yeah. That speaks to how good of an artist you are. Yeah. Whereas I only have seven songs. Two or three might be hit or miss. Two or three might stick. Um, you know, but. Do you think there's a sweet spot? Do you have a sweet spot? Like, yeah, I think if you 10. I think, 10? I think okay. 10 to 12 is probably okay. 
the range where I like it. I think my sweet spot would probably be 14. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I think 10 to 12. Because 14, 14 songs, you can it could still be like 45 minutes. You know, yeah. these these albums were all around yeah, that, 20 minutes. Right. That's that's what I was talking about. Crazy. My earlier point. Yeah. where it, You're giving us two minute songs and it's like it, that doesn't even count. I think the know? push album was exactly 21 minutes. That's three minutes a song. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. Uh, I don't know if it'll stick. Um, another thing you're seeing, too, though, is people are you're not. So I feel like when streaming first started, you saw a lot of people just doing individual songs, and I feel like that's starting to fade. Yeah. Where, like, especially for, like, a, someone as big as Kanye or J. Cole or Kendrick, like, when their album comes out, they rule the charts for so long because everybody's downloading the full album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead because, of like just again, picking, the quality is there. Right, because it comes down to quality. Like, oh, you had a 20-song album. Let me. I like this, this, this. And everybody yeah. seems to be downloading the entire album and trying to yeah. listen to it in its entirety so. which is interesting it is interesting that you say that because i know some kids kind of a little bit younger than me who are definitely like a, a product of the streaming age like they listen to the full album maybe once and then they pick their favorites i just cannot do that i download a full album and it sticks on my phone that's just yeah no that's just me I don't, I don't know and, it, and it's interesting some of it might be with what Apple Music or, you know, I, I mean, think about when we were growing up and we had iTunes. Every song was 99 cents. Yeah. So, you know what? You damn near had to pick which songs you like. Yeah, it's you true. Know? And now you pay eight, nine bucks a month and you can download every album you yeah. ever wanted. So, And I think a, a little bit of that goes to you mature a little bit as a music fan. Right, right. And I mean, cause definitely back then I was, li I was watching MTV music videos and pulling songs. I liked from that. Right. So now I'm like fully listening to albums. So I think it has a little bit to do with like Absolutely. growing up and your music taste and shit. So, um, this, these two don't have to be very long. I just wanted to kind of touch on it. The Nas album, it's dropping tonight. I don't think we have a specific name for the album yet. I, at least it, I don't know what it is. Uh, Kanye tweeted out the track list for the album. Uh, I think yesterday, um, it didn't include any listed features. They're very well could be some features. Maybe Kanye's on it. Who knows? Um, here are the tri the titles for the seven songs. Uh, number one, everything. Number two, bonjour. Number three, not for radio. Number four, Adam and Eve. Number five, simple things. Number six, cops. And number seven, I can explain. I am ready for a Nas album. I have high expectations for this. Um, I just want lyrical storytelling like i know we're gonna get some trippy production because it's obviously gonna be kanye and it's in real time i just a lot of people have been waiting a long time for this Nas album so i hope it does not disappoint what do you think i have a hard time seeing how he can live up to what the expectations are uh, yeah I especially mean, with seven songs right it's just this has been it'd be like I think we made this joke earlier. It'd be like if Dre announced Chronic was finally dropping. Or the detox. Or detox. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like how perfect would it have to be for people to be like, you know what? That shit was worth the wait. Yeah. It'd have to be very, exactly. very perfect. Exactly. Like in my mind, I try to think of like, to me, it'd be like, what What did LeBron have to do to beat the Warriors? Yeah. Because he did everything and it still wasn't fucking enough. Yeah. Like what does Nas have to do for me to say, yeah, what has it been like? Five, six, seven? How many years has it been since we've heard anything from Nas? Here, I, I have something, and, and so like I struggle to think like the expectations are so unfair on him. Yeah, that I struggle to think that this album is going to meet 
pretty much anybody's. Will you be listening to it? Are you yeah, like, no, are you a Nas fan? I'll, I'll definitely listen okay. to it. I'm not like a huge Nas me, fan. Me I mean, either, but give or take, he's but, like one of the greats. Right. He's a lyricist, so Absolutely. I'm here for it. It, it. I mean, he's old. Like, let's call it what it is. Yeah, it, it might not be the old Nas that we're yeah. used to. So we'll we'll see. I think if he puts out some, like, I don't want to like it to be the same thing because I I don't. But give us your version of 444. That's, basically. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get maybe some like not dad bars, but like I want to hear the honesty. I want to hear your story still. Tell it in a new I can way. Explain sounds like that one is going to be pretty deep. Definitely. Uh, Didn't he get in trouble for hitting uh, 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 his wife or something? He got in some trouble. Maybe I don't know if it was. I feel abuse. Like number seven might be. Uh, Oh, fuck. I don't know. That's been a while. And then again, we haven't had a Nas album in a long time. So hopefully he tells us some shit on here. I'm kind of looking forward to that Adam and Eve one. Um, Cops will probably be good. Like, yeah. there's some potential here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. And then let's kind of preview uh, Redemption by J-Rock dropping in tonight into tomorrow as well. Uh, the features on this are fucking crazy. We have Jeremiah, uh, J. Cole, Future. Uh, the song with Future is the one that we got from uh, Black Panther, King's Dead. Um, so we've already had that one. It's already out. And then we also have Kendrick Lamar and SZA, both a part of the TDE label. Um, J-Rock, I, I'm not going to lie, is not really my favorite on TDE, but I, I I have that feeling that this one is going to be the album for him. Um, I don't know if you heard the song "Win." It um, mm-hmm. is. Have you heard it? Yep. it do you like it? Yep. I really like it. Yeah, Ken- Kendrick has some kind of ad libs on it. I think it's going to have that type of like. I think it's going to play into their tour a lot, and it's called the Championship Tour. Maybe it has some like sporty vibes where it's like all about winning and championships and shit. But I kind of have the feeling that this is going to be. Not his breakout album, but the one that really, you know, solidifies him in the rap game. I'm really excited. You know, you have J. Cole and Kendrick on the fucking album. I'm a big fan of SZA. So I have high hopes for this album. I'm I'm excited. What do you what do you think here? Are you gonna so, you gonna go in with J Rock, you kinda of like summed it up perfectly. He's like every high school kid's like before a football game. Yeah. Wanna get pumped up, let me put on like that one J Rock song. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't expect it to be groundbreaking. Yeah, sure. He is what he is. Yeah. Um. He's he like a quinta- he's like a quintessential West Coast rapper. I think yeah. he hasn't put it all together yet for yeah. one project, and maybe this will be like some beginning steps for that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I, I see potential. Yeah. Um. But again, I I don't. The expectations on on him aren't what they are on Nas. So he has a chance to actually. You know, impress people, surprise people. Whereas For sure. Nas, really, you just have the potential to let people down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's all about your expectations. For sure. What you think going into For it. sure. Um, I was watching a kind of mini documentary about J-Rock and about this. It was kind of an album preview type thing. And apparently, like, J-Rock was the first to sign with TDE. And um, it was just kind of cool to hear his story. And, like, he is really the glue of TDE. Obviously, Kendrick took them to new heights. But um, TDE is definitely, like, one of the biggest rap labels, period, today. Like, their tour, I would kill to go to that tour. It, it So many hits, so many people on that. Like, the whole label is touring, except for Isaiah Rashad, which is kind of weird. But um, they just, to, to know that J-Rock kind of started them out and to see where they're at now, it's just kind of a cool thing. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of hear 
maybe him throw his punch and see what if it'll stick. Right. Um, so I'm excited for tonight slash tomorrow to hear this album. So, um, all right, now let's move into some Pusha T Drake beef. Uh, this shit is crazy. Um, we'll kind of go chronologically with it a little bit. So Pusha T called out Drake in his song Infrared off of Daytona. Uh, he kind of brought up fucking old wounds with the ghostwriting rumors about uh, about Drake. Uh, he said something like um, the something equals the Trumps went in. The lyric pen in. Um, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Obviously, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino. Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Miller uh, allegedly wrote a song, Rico, I think, maybe, for um, Drake. And then all hell broke loose with him and Meek Mill. And uh, obviously, we know Drake clapped back very hard at Meek. Meek took a lot of L's. and But he's coming back. Um, so now... Pusha T's bringing all this up. I think it's been a couple years. Like, I don't know. I have I have a hot take on ghostwriting. I can get to later, but um, he's bringing up old shit. Um, Drake clapped back with his little song called the Duppy Freestyle, which I think we both enjoy. We listened to it together. I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, it was good. I was, was like, good. damn. Uh, basically, Drake. The biggest thing Drake said there was. Uh, yeah, he he said Pusha acts like he sold drugs for Escobar in the eighties. That was kind of the one line where I'm like, ooh, that had to hurt really bad for him. And then I or think when the, he said you're like fifth best as far on, as talent goes on, on your, your label. label. Yeah, that was funny. Was funny that was funny. I think the thing that really pissed Pusha off though was the name drop of his fiance at the very end. He said something like, "Put a it, there's a ring on it like Virginia Williams," yeah. and I think that's uh, Pusha's fiance. Um, so. Yeah, Pusha definitely clapped back. Yeah. And uh, he didn't. There was a line. Pusha may have crossed it. <laughs> definitely was tiptoeing right on it. Oh, my God. So Pusha T fired back with a song, The Story of Adenon. Um, over the beat to, to Jay-Z's song, The Story of OJ. Pusha T basically revealed that Drake has a child with a porn star slash cam girl. I don't really fucking know. Um, you're hiding a child. <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, the craziest part, though, just maybe, I don't know if you knew this or saw this, but it has been rumored that Adenon was going to be the name of Drake's upcoming clothing line with Adidas. Um, apparently, his the name of his son is Adnis. Um, so people will now probably associate the name with the diss song which could potentially hurt drake's future business so i think that's the thing that's the most fucked oh my god it's just crazy so what what do you think of this diss song and i guess this whole beef yeah let me let me ask you this do you think pusha put out a weak little let me get this ghostwriting thing because i know drake will like kind of get pissed and snap back at me and <laughs> yeah then i can release this shit that i know it kind of feels like Pusha set baited him, up, him, baited him, and Drake walked into the trap. It very well could be. The, the, the thing that's kind of the, the kicker for me is Pusha T is also on Adidas. So, in, so is Kanye. Yeah. And so it, it, he, they basically said, fuck that. I'm willing to risk all that. If, if this Adidas thing is true, which I don't think it's fully confirmed yet, but if the Adidas line clothing line for Drake thing is true – that's so fucking savage because I don't know. I, here's my take on on the ghostwriting. Mm -hmm. I could give two shits less Same. Be, because, like, unless it, if someone's ghostwriting, 
like every fucking song. Yeah, that's I, a problem. I guess yes. That that is that could be a problem. I just my whole thing is if the music is good, who fucking cares? Ghostwriting happens on probably every other right. fucking rap album. And tell me when Kanye was producing Push's album. He didn't say, "Oh, maybe you should try this punch." Exactly. Line. You know, everybody's. And if he does that, everybody. he's credited as a fucking lyricist. Which, speaking of, I don't know if you heard of, heard this, but Drake is a credited lyricist on the song "Yikes" on really? Ye. Yeah. So it's fucking stupid. Like, who gives a shit about yeah, ghostwriting? No. That, that's why I almost feel like Pusha set Drake up. Do you like, think? This I is- think he came at him knowing. That like this is a sensitive subject for Drake, and he hates people talking about it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like he lobbed one up there, and he's Drake also took the swing, yeah. and then Pusher was like, "All right, perfect." And no, he's also it. one of the biggest artists on the planet, right? So you'll know you're gonna get ears and eyes on this. Um, I don't know. I there's a lot going on here. I, do you think he crossed the line? I think the only time he really crossed the line was when he threw shots at forty for MS. Yeah, that, that was fu- that was fucked up. That was fucked. Um, I don't. I, I mean, no, I don't think he crossed the line. Okay. I, I, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I think everything's fair. If you're hiding a fucking son, yeah, that's a personal thing. But like, maybe you shouldn't be hiding a son. <laughs> True. Especially like if you're gonna. I mean, how many times has Drake been like, don't come at the boy or no, yeah. I don't miss and like all this shit. Like if you're going to talk it, well, then don't be going and hiding after <laughs> someone <laughs> put you in a box that. True. And, like he wasn't ashamed to give Meek all those L's. Yeah. He just kept kept it coming. Yeah. So like a little taste of his own medicine and this is coming from a Drake fan. And it's just like the one thing that I that really bothers me, if Drake really had some song that was going to end Push's career. Mm-hmm. He'd release that shit in a heartbeat. Okay. He he ain't gonna Kanye ain't gonna tell him to not do it or whatever the hell that dude's name is that's been going around. Yeah, Jay spat. Prince. I yeah. don't know who how he's affiliated at all, yeah, but he ain't going to tell Drake not to drop it. Drake would leak it. Drake would do something. You, if you have something like that after someone body bags you like that, if you if you had a response. You would give it. Yeah. You just don't have a response. Well, what that means? well, let me say that. So it came out today. I can't remember who exactly yeah, said it. I, DJ yeah, I Ag- Academics, I think. Yeah. I think he said that it's reportedly on the uh, the like Scorpion the album. Or whatever. So yeah. who fucking knows? But I don't know. I, I, love, I, it. Re- I love rap beef. Yeah. I, I love it a lot. And, and when it's like this for the sport of it, when it's fucking petty shit that I don't really care about, like like Chief oh. Keef and 6ix9ine, like I could give a fuck less about that one. But this one, two people that I actually enjoy, like, yeah, I'm here for it until it becomes real violence, like Biggie and Tupac. Like, yeah, okay, Obviously, what, I'm not here for that. What about this? So <laughs> obviously, we know ja-, ja Rule and Fiddy have had a lot of beef. Yeah, shit. Have you heard about this? Fiddy apparently... Know. So the I think it was like the label or something that Ja Rule was on, like went bankrupt or something, and it went up for like sale. Oh shit! And Fifty bought it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear this. Yeah. That's hilarious. So Fifty bought it, and so I think he's in control of all of Ja Rule's music right now. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> That's the I, biggest I, troll. I, I love that shit. Like I, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, it makes Twitter really entertaining. Hell yes. Um, it, it's good. I, Do you, I, it's good for the sport. I, yeah. I think it brings out the best. The in best people. in people. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people are probably shocked. We don't know if it's true or not about Drake. Yeah. Uh, hiding the sun. You know, that's another shit. Like, if you're just lying, 
Like if if it came out, Pusha was just a hundred percent lying, made up the whole thing. That's really fucking shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I have a feeling he didn't uh he didn't say that without having some proof. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and then this. This is what I was gonna bring up, and then I stopped. Kanye kind of had a line at at, at Drake in the album, talking in about Kanye? Like, yeah, talking okay. about like we too rich to fi- to fight. You light skin. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, if that's supposed to be at Drake. That is a weak ass. Yeah. Line. Yeah, I don't know. I think Kanye had a play. I he tweeted. He's like, we don't have time for beef here or something like that. And I was like, okay. But let me ask you this question. So the story of Adenon. Where does it rank among the all-time diss songs? Ooh. Is it up there or is oh, yeah, it? It's up there. Okay, to I would me, say. Okay, me, yeah. The best that I've ever heard is the warning. Going at Mariah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I kind of forgot about that one to be honest. I, with I you. mean, that's t- tough because it's not like. And we're both huge M fans, so but I like, think a lot of people forget he about just that. Just like murder. Right? Oh if yeah. You haven't listened to that? Please take the time to go listen to that yeah. because it's like borderline. Like he could probably get sued for some <laughs> of that shit. I think a lot of like the mainstream people would probably say "Hit 'Em Up" by Tupac. Hit 'Em Up's right up there. That's but, up there. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Um, the, Ether the by Nas. Nas. Yeah. Fuck JC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, There's a lot of them out you there. Know, back to back. Back to back. Definitely. I was talking with a couple buddies uh, yesterday, and they they they're saying back to back is better than the story of Adnan. I have to respectfully disagree. I think fucking yeah, story no. of Adnan. He annihilated him compared to back to back. Like, like I don't know. Drake Drake won the Meek Mill battle for sure. Yeah. Even through the music. But what Drake really won it was through the internet with all the memes and all that shit. And especially when he was on tour and on, on stage, he brought up all the memes on the right. background. And then that like, shit was petty as fuck. Yeah. So so like Drake knows how to play it. Oh yeah. Um you know, I even liked Duppy. I thought that was a pretty good clap, yeah. honestly. Um he just you not to the not the to the point person. of that one, uh, yeah. yeah so, crazy. So, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Okay. Uh, have you heard about the Martin Shkreli thing? Yeah, I 100% so stupid. Think that's a lie. Fake news. Fake news. Okay. I hope it is because fuck that dude. He's in jail. How, yeah. I don't know. He, he got an unmarked USB drive. Yeah. yeah I don't. Okay. So stupid. Yeah. So the rumor is that uh, Martin Shkreli, the pharma douche who got like insurance fraud and got put in prison. Uh, I don't know. Did like prescription, like marked up like each well, prescription bill. Like I don't think 600%. That, that's not why he got through and yeah, thrown yeah, in jail, but it was some fraud. But anyway, the rumor is that he got, cause he's all big into he like, he has Wu-Tang like the, the Wu Tang album that is like one in a million. And, um, the rumor is that he somehow got his hands on this fucking Drake's response to push a who fucking knows. No yeah. Um, here's a question for you. Does Drake need to respond? At this point, I don't know. Yeah, because it's been so long. Yeah. Because the pusher response was like maybe the next day. I would have said if he had something really good, definitely. That's why I don't think he does. Okay. I think that's why he's sitting on it. So you won't think we'll see anything on the album? I don't know. I struggle with it. I I, I don't know if you want a beef song on your album. Yeah. I don't... That, that, like... Pusha did it. I mean, yeah. that's how, that's what started it. I don't know. Of. I don't know. Sort of. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he. You dedicate a full song on one of your albums to it. To a disc. That to me. I, I don't. That doesn't seem right to me. I agree. I could be wrong. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? It's just kind of shitty timing for Drake because he's got an album coming out yeah. soon. Like, if he he should have done what he should have done is probably did 
did a response on like another beat. Yeah, and like, like before he could just the put album. it out. Yeah, uh, and then like the blackface thing really yeah got that Drake fucked him up. Trouble. Yeah, so yeah, yeah not it, not good. He, he took some big L's. He definitely still taking them too. So so another Drake news. We have we have some more Drake news. Uh, we finally have a release date for the upcoming album. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, I did. Uh, Scorpion will officially be coming out June 29th. Of course, it has to be the last fucking Friday of June, but. It's coming, so uh, I'm excited about that. Um, he took to Instagram to announce it. Um, also, another thing, the the picture that he put out. Some people are questioning whether or not that is the album cover. Do you think it is? I don't personally think you it know, will be. What do you think it is? You think it's the one that's on? I don't think it's out yet. I just think okay. like that was the picture to announce it. Some people are calling that the album cover though, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. You'd it, think there'd be a scorpion somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, because I saw this funny-ass like meme that said, Drake putting out the album cover that looks like an obituary, obituary oh, that no. pushed a T-Row for him. Oh. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just don't... It, that doesn't strike me as album cover, but... Yeah. I when know. I think scorpion, I think like this shit's going to be monstrous. Like yeah. This is going to be so vicious. So... I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for the Drake album though. Um, and other news, I guess too. Uh, we watched it right before we came on here. He dropped the video for the song "I'm Upset," which could potentially be the lead single for the album. Uh, the The video consisted of a Degrassi reunion, which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, I'm not really a Degrassi guy, but that's just it's cool. It was cool. It was cool. Um, I will say this though: the the "I'm Upset" song when it first came out, I'm like because. That was really the first song. It had the cover of it had a scorpion on it. Yeah. So it led many people to think this was the lead single. And when I first heard the song, I was like, "Oh shit, Scorpion might be in trouble." Like I'm kind of scared. But this song is seriously growing on me a lot, um, especially with the video that just came out. Like it's really, it's it's on the uptick for me personally. Um, I, I'm starting to like it. Like when I first heard it, I think I first heard it when I was over at your house with the NBA finals. It like uh-huh. randomly dropped in like the third quarter. And I was like, okay, this is good, but like it's nowhere near nice for what. Like, and I don't know if nice for what is on the album. Like, I hope it is. Like, that song's fucking sweet, but I don't know. It, it, would you be okay if this is the lead single like is it lead single worthy not to me i don't think not so to, either not for drake i know it, it might be a lead single for some people but not for drake. yeah but like nice for what i could see that being the lead single yeah, that's like a summer summer anthem like yeah. that shit's fire that's like uh no what was the one from views the lead single yeah hotline bling yeah. or um one dance one dance you know like those to me are like Singles that can carry, you yeah, know, and it's funny how you didn't album. you didn't call one for more life. That kind of gets thrown to the wayside. Yeah, but that yeah, there yeah. was that one. Um, but that all dropped at once. That, that's he did like, have one song on there that uh, I can't think of it right now. But um, fuck, I, I'll have to think about it. There was one on there that had a little radio play to it, it but no. But I'm talking about like dropping the song before. Yeah, like, the single. single before the album. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, the video, it's kind of like, uh, um, uh, what was the the Gambino song that just dropped not too long ago? Oh, This ago. Is America. This is America, where like the video makes the song yeah, dude, I think much I'm, better. I think I might do a article for the website because I haven't done an article in a while, but about how recently it feels like visuals 
play a big part into making a song better. Oh, Obviously, yeah, this is America. This one, there's another one I can't think of, but I was like, the oh, God's Plan with Drake. God's Plan was awesome. Um, there's one I can't think of where it's just like the video just did it for me. Like, it, I don't know. It's I I don't. That's really the gist of it. So it may not be an article, but like I think more recently than I guess ever before. It seems like well, I wouldn't say the visual, before, not I, ever before. Like the MTV era, the videos were well, like yeah. awesome for songs. But I, like, and, and then there was like the last like five, seven years, you've seen them like go away from yeah. videos pretty much for the it, most here, part. Here's another one I can think of. Um, Kendrick, I don't know if you remember, uh, before he even announced the album, he dropped the video for Humble. Like, he just tweeted out the YouTube link, and I fucking played that shit on repeat. Whereas, if he would have dropped the song first, I don't know if I would have liked it as much. I probably would have, but not as much as the video. So, I don't know. There's just There may be uh, something to the video's it. I'll good, have to explore it. It does add a lot more oh, yeah. to the song. And I think even Nice For What, the song was dope, but when I watched the video, I was like, this shit is sick. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. There may be something to that. Um Okay, yeah, let's get into let's let's keep it moving because we got a lot more shit. Uh, Lil Wayne has reportedly won his legal battle against Birdman and Cash Money Records with a settlement of ten million dollars. This has allegedly freed Wayne from his contract with Cash Money. This could also potentially mean Wheezy could finally drop his long-awaited album, The Carter Five, under Universal Records. Uh, first of all, would you be excited for The Carter Five? Yeah. That's kind of like a Nas album like we were talking about. There's a lot of expectation for it. Yeah. 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 The problem with Wayne is his last few projects just have kind of they're forgettable. And do you consider like Dedication 6 like the mixtape where he's rapping over other shit or are you saying like yeah, no, I'm like, about, like sorry for the wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, know, you didn't like sorry for the wait? Not really. Really? Um what was I am not a human being? Yeah, that there. one. That one I can see. I really like. Sorry for the wait, though. Um, so I, I mean, I just his last few projects just haven't really done it for me. Yeah. Now, when you put the Carter in front of it, you got to. That's some expectations. I mean, I mean, yeah. The last few Carters have been. I mean, all it, of them really have been masterpieces. Yeah. I mean, so. recently, I think. Uh, last Sunday, maybe I think it marked the ten year anniversary of the Carter Three, which is a certified classic in my mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so here's a little thi- a little tidbit. Um, do you think Wayne, if he, ev- let's let's say that he's going to drop this album eventually, um, do you think he w- he'll take his time, record some new songs, and perfect the album? Or do you think he'll drop it, you know, as soon as he can, and the content may be, like, stale? Old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I, think he'll, I, think he'll, I think he'll do new songs. Okay. If I had to guess... Um, Wayne takes his time with albums. We all know that. Yeah, um, we'll probably get pushed twenty times. Yeah, we'll get a fucking date, and then we'll see yeah. it next year, three years later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. But yeah, no, I think he'll take his time. Okay, I, I think he knows how important this album is. Oh yeah, if you're gonna put the Carter in front of it, yeah, I, I think he knows. I think this may be the, the last Carter. Yeah, yeah. So, so is there a chance that this album ever becomes like the detox? Like, will we see this album? I think so. Okay. I, I think he's Especially made this with much this of a stink. It went to like court. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we see this album at some point. Okay. What like features, vibes, sounds would you like to hear on the Carter Five? You know, it'd be dope is if he just got a bunch of the old Young, young money. money. Yes. You know, D- Drake, Nikki, Nikki. Um, you could do Tyga. Yeah, I mean, I care about Tyga. Really, Drake and Nicki is all yeah. I care about. Uh, I'd love Eminem, Jay Z, maybe. 
I, ooh, get me. the cars I, <laughs> I could see like a rose or something that'd be dope worked with him before um yeah so just I, give us something new like we come to wayne for the punchlines. like yeah. don't steer throw in maybe a story telling song here or there but we just want some fucking bars wayne yeah bring me back and to high school features. like yeah he, he always has dope features, definitely so. definitely i'm excited for this Okay, moving on. This year's Double XL freshman list has been revealed. I know this really isn't like up your alley, no yeah, offense. No, not at all. Um, but this fucking list, I have some beefs with this list. So here it is Ski Mask, The Slump God, Low Pump, Smoke Perp, JID, Steflon Don, Black Boy JB, YBN Nymere, Wi Fi's Funeral, and Trippy Red all made the list. Really, in my eyes, the only worthy freshman this year is JID. He is signed to um, Dreamville with J. Cole. Um, he's very good. He had like a, I think it was a 10 song album that came out last year. I like, I'm not the biggest fan of him. Like, I know some people who are like, this dude is the next fucking J. Cole Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would put him on that level. I really haven't like gotten deep into his music. But out of all these fucks, I would definitely say he's the best. Um, Did Lil Pump and J. Cole smash their beef or something? Yeah. They, they had like an interview, and then I think Lil Pump tweeted, I'm cool with J. Cole now. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Cool. Also, who is this? I, I guess I'm out of the loop. Who is this little, I, I don't want to say that word, but like this little 69. 69. 69 dude. Pedophile. Yeah. Who, yeah. who is this guy? Fuck him. I keep seeing him. Yeah. He's rubbing some girl's titties today. Yeah, that, that I didn't see that one. But I saw, like, he has beef with Chief Keef right yeah, now. Yeah, and apparently it And was he his. took out his baby mama. Yeah, I don't know. I That dude is a... Uh, that's why I was going to say. He's this a list, fucking weirdo. He's a, he admitted he was a pedophile. He admitted he's, like, touching on, like, 16-year-old girls. Yeah. And people it's like him? Up. Yes. People listen. Like, I was fucking in... Um, Minnesota this weekend, and he was on the radio like three times when I was fucking there. It's sad, very sad. The what dude have we come to? The dude is like screamo rap. That's He's what terrible. makes me scared yeah. for like I've the new wave him. of rap. I, I couldn't tell you anything about him, but I saw this video where like his chick, I, I'm assuming, is holding a dog, and he's like talking shit, and all of his homies are around him. I didn't see that one. Yeah, and it's just like, who is this? First guy? of all, he I think he's like Mexican or something. He says the N-word like he's black. I, yeah, and I 50 Cent fucks with him. Really? I don't, yes. I don't get that. 2 Chainz says he fucks with him. This list could be worse. He could be on that on this list. There could be some other fucks that are uh, like Bad Baby, the Cash Me Outside girl. She was actually rumored to be on this list, so thank God she's not. Like, this list could definitely be worse, but like... I I just do not fuck with the new wave of rap, and I know that makes me a, a hip hop elitist and an old head, but whatever, I'm cool with that. Like <laughs> I I like the good shit, bro. <laughs> I don't like this fucking shit. I don't know. So I, I will say this: Wi-Fi's funeral is okay, um, but other than that, JID has some potential. But yeah, you can keep the rest of the list. Like I don't know. I really, really, really wish this list okay, also would these s- names. Let me let me just look at this. Yeah, they're Smoke fucking perp. weird. Yeah, he's like Smoke Perp. He's, That's a fucking name. He's like homies with Slump Lil God. Pump. Yeah, Slump God. Okay, yep. Lil Pump is a terrible name. Yeah, Steflon Don because like I think that's a girl. Nothing's ever been done like Teflon Don. Okay, mm-hmm. Block Boy. Woo, Drake Drake put names. him on though. Drake put him on. Wistful Funeral. Wi-Fi Funeral. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, F, not, a, not, a, not a F, not a T. 
Oh yeah. Trippy red. Like what? Ooh, a lot of people like trippy red names. A lot of people like trippy red. I just can't get into them, but uh, yeah. So I'm just some weird names. Name perspective. Yeah. Those are some. I'm fucking with your funky names. little rap name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I just wish this list would exemplify more lyricists personally like jid is the only one and i think it's hilarious if you actually look at the uh cover is he the one that looks pissed yeah he's the one like this and i'm just like his face says it all yeah. okay I, I saw that picture and i was like damn that boy looks pissed. yeah yeah it's funny as hell all right, let's keep it moving on. Uh, an alleged promo video leaked that claims Mac Miller's upcoming album will be called Watching Movies with the Sound Off 2 and will be dropping July 6th. According to this promo video, the rumored track list includes features from Wiz Khalifa, Vince Staples, Pharrell, Kid Cudi, that JID we were just talking about, No Name, Gold Link, Mick Jenkins, XX Extension, Sam Smith, and more. The only one I don't fuck with there is the XXS one. Um, I think though that's an A-list fucking cast of Absolutely. features. Uh, really excited for that No Name one, that Sam Smith one. That shit would be fire. Um, I'm a big Mac fan. I know you're not like a huge Mac Miller fan, uh, but f- first of all, would you be excited for a new Mac album if this were to be the track it list? It does a track list. I'll give it a listen. I didn't know there was watching a movies with sound off one. Yeah, and oh. it's very. That was really when Mac Miller went away from his like fun frat rap to like the dark drug infused trippy vibes, okay. which I'm definitely fucking with. Uh, but yeah, I I'm excited for a Mac Miller album, even if it isn't watching movies with the sound off too. Um, I'm just, I'm a big Mac Miller fan. So I'm looking forward to new music. Wasn't there a rumor that Mac Miller, like a couple years ago is going to drop like eight albums. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know if it was specifically eight, but he definitely said he had like multiple albums ready to go. And then that's when he dropped the, uh, divine feminine, which is rumored to be about Ariana Grande. We can get to that, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know what happened to that, but uh, let's get into that, though. In other news, Ariana Grande, who just broke up with Mac Miller. Cheated on him, I think. Really? That's the rumor. I didn't see the yeah, cheated on part. The rumor is she cheated on him. Okay. Well, I didn't hear that part, but apparently, I don't know if you, you've heard this part, right? Yeah. Okay. She well, has dude. apparently gotten engaged to Pete Davidson from it's a SNL. couple, dude. I know, weird dude. Oh, couple. my God. Uh, I love me some Pete Davidson. After only He's dating for like two or weeks. three weeks. Yeah. Insane. Yo. I don't know. She must, like, there's hope for me in this world if Pete Davidson's nagging up uh, fucking Aaron Grande. He's hilarious. He is fucking hilarious. hilarious. She must like funny dudes because I'm pretty sure Mac Miller's goofy too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get that. What the fuck? There's no way this works out, right? Uh, He got the rabbit ears tattooed. (laughs) And and the AG. What the fuck? Yo, but really, I don't give a shit about all that. What really matters is. Mac Miller's about to drop a fucking classic, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. he has to, right? Heart, heartbroken. 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 You dropping that good shit. Fuck yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I just, when I saw that news, I was like, really? Two fucking weeks? Yeah. Crazy. But Mac Miller, man. You get some good SNL jokes Let, out of this, too. I know. It ha- we have to. We have to. Um, okay. This is pretty cool. And then we'll get on to some movies TV. Uh, did Meek Mill preview a collaboration with Drake? Uh, this has been a few weeks now, but uh, the full circle may be approaching for Meek Mill. He shared a snippet where he shouts out Drizzy in a song, 
And at the very, very end, like if you really listen to it, it kind of sounds like Drake may have an ad lib near the end. He could potentially be saying the ad lib. You have to really pay attention to it. But uh, would you be interested in this reunion slash collab? Do you think it would be cooler to be to be if it was on Drake's upcoming album Scorpion and, or on an upcoming Meek project? I think it'd be cool if they both did a song together. I on think so too. Album. I, don't I think know so if too. We need a collab album. I no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think I wasn't saying that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't yeah. mean that. Yeah, I no, just meant. I, I think it'd be cool to see them link up. It'd be really funny <laughs> to see them link up and make a, a diss song on Pusha. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> they got to team up to get him. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, I'm I'm here for this fucking reunion. Uh, I think the full circle would be really really cool. So yeah, I hope too. we. I don't know if I really want it on Scorpion. I just give me give me something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be cool. Um, all right, let's get into some movies and TV. We'll start off with our solo uh, review. We're big Star Wars nerds, so we'll break this one down. Um, I guess we don't have to make it really in depth. I did my. Uh, unfiltered cinematics but i do have some more added on thoughts after that because obviously it's an initial reaction um so let's just get into it do you think this was a worthy origin story yeah i thought i thought this was a lot better than kind of what i would have expect expectations uh they did a good job it was fun you got a lot of good backstory of how like han meets chewy um, the poker game where he wins. Let me say this real quick. Yeah, spoiler go, alert. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> it's not that big of a spoiler. But no, yeah. no. I was just saying before we do spoil yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Um, go on. But then you get, um, you know, Han shoots first. Yep. You get Han winning the Millennium Falcon. You get the dice. You get the dice. Just a lot of little Easter eggs and cameos. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was it was a fun it was a fun watch. Yeah, it did uh, its job. It did its job. I not guess, not to the not to the point of like Rogue One. I don't think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's but a lot of it did its that job. Gave a lot of backlash to this, and I'm not really sure well, why. Well, yeah, Here, let me. I have a lot about that. So and then there's a lot of like Star Wars fatigue talk going on because yeah. the box office wasn't great. Yep. Um, personally, I think it's because. They dropped it on Memorial, Memorial Day. Day weekend, yep. and then they were going up against Avengers. They were going up against Deadpool. Agree. So I just think they dropped it at the wrong time. Um, but no, I, I, I think for the first like standalone spin character type based. movie, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, um, I, I agree with most of what you said there. I think it did its job. It was fun. Um, had some comedic tones to it because. Han is that sarcastic dick that we know and love, and right. I think you had to do that. And he, I also think, sorry to interrupt, I think he did a good job of not trying yes. to be... That was one of the best parts. Not, trying not to be uh, Harrison Ford. Exactly. He did, not, he did not try at all to really emulate him, and I thought that's what really brought out the Han in him, if that yeah, kind of no, makes absolutely. sense. I don't know. Um, but yeah, some of my favorite like Easter eggs and favorite parts. Uh, the gold dice was really cool. Uh, you you get like just these nostalgic things like uh, um, Woody Harrelson. I think his name's Thomas Beckett. Uh, he or Tobias Beckett. Yeah. Whatever. Um, when they go to the smuggling planet or whatever, he's wearing what Lando wore in the return of the Jedi. Yep. Um, we got Chewie and, uh, Beckett playing the little, uh, holographic chess game thing. Um, you get little like twists where it's like, I have a really good feeling about this instead of a really bad feeling. Just all that type of shit where we love as star Wars fans. And they kind of, they just, they did a really good job of like unexpectedly tying it into other movies. And I guess that could be a downfall too, because 
we'll get into the big fucking surprise cameo. Right. But um, they kind of even tied it into some Clone Wars, you know, and yeah. we, we can get into that. But uh, it could that could be a bad thing. That it, I, I think it's a good thing. We even got like a, like a Rogue One shout out. They said Scarif, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just little shit like that where they can just say one thing and it ties into a fucking right. movie. And they also set up kind of some of like the the psychology of Han Solo, like we know now, now we know why he has like trust issues. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, that's true. Know why he's kind of always like, it's just him and Chewie. Yeah. He doesn't trust anyone, you know? So yeah. you get those kind of like the mental side of Han Solo. Oh, yeah. You kind of see how he forms when we see him, you know? Yeah. And we didn't, we did not know that he was an Imperial, nope. Imperial soldier, right? Right. I thought that when I did my review, and but I, I didn't know for sure. No, I couldn't remember. Sure. But then you also think like, we don't know a lot about Han Solo because he is kind of guarded in yeah. those episodes and he doesn't talk about himself his past. He yeah. talks about him a lot. Yeah. Not his past. Did you um, like how they uh, revealed then, the name? Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was interesting. They were yeah, like, who's your people? And yeah. he goes, I'm all by myself. And they yeah. go, Solo. Yeah. Okay. And they that, gave was, it, they, that was interesting. That was just, I, and apparently it came out that that was like a big pitch for this movie was that part. Huh. So, interesting. Uh, the other interesting thing was at the very end of the movie, he says, we're going to go to Tatooine because yep. I know like there's this big Big deal. shot gangster. Yeah. Yep. So, talking about Jabba the this, Hutt. This movie That's is- how he ends up yeah. on Tatooine yeah. for episode this movie is Four. begging for a fucking sequel, and we we yeah. can get to that. We can break it down a little bit more, but um, yeah. What did what you think of Donald Glover's performance as Lando? Yeah, he was he was really good. You know, Lando and like the originals is kind of a not a forgettable character, but yeah. like he he doesn't leave you like wanting more from him. You mm-hmm. know, um, but you also see like the kind of the complicated relationship that they had in those movies oh, yeah. and how it starts early. Um, Lando was really, or sorry, Donald Glover was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I thought he played the part really, really Hell well. Hell yeah. He's just so fucking talented, he dude. Is. He really he, is. It's insane to me. Um, I think when, when I saw it before you, I think I told you like, I really wasn't fucking with this voice. And the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, like it kind of went away for me. Like it, it wasn't that big yeah, of a deal. I, I, th- I didn't really. Yeah. I, I just thought. He did a really good job. I thought so. And I, I don't th- really think he necessarily needs like his own s- spinoff movie. Yeah, probably not. But uh, I, I definitely think he did a really good job. Um, what did you think of Amelia Clark as uh, Kira? I think she killed it. I, I think so, too. I don't really I, I see why they did what they did at the end, but I don't know if I necessarily like agree with that. Okay. Well, uh, we can talk about it. Yeah. So the big, ca- the big fucking surprise cameo. Which you would probably think if you haven't seen it, and we're about to tell you, it's either Boba Fett or Jabba the Hutt. It's not, or like Darth Sidious. Yeah, it's not. It's Darth Maul. Of very, very, very Maul. interesting. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't, I could not for the life of me remember the name of the organization in my review. I felt like oh, yeah. a dumbass. It's Crimson Dawn. I remember now. <laughs> um, he is basically. Darth Maul is the head of the Crimson Dawn. And what I was confused with when I first saw the movie, when I did my lower view, my initial reaction, um, it kind of felt like a little messy to do that because obviously he dies Dies in episode one, gets chopped in half, and then you just all of a sudden bring him back. I have since read a little bit and apparently he comes back in clone wars and or rebels i don't know which one one of the animated series so basically what this movie is doing is tying the animated tv series in with the movies 
I don't know if I'm full, all on board for that. It, it gets messy. a little. It gets a little messy. messy. This movie is definitely the first Star Wars movie to like MCUify the Star Wars universe. Right. Like from here on, they're going to like. There's gonna be a lot of crossover. There's gonna be a lot of crossover. It's gonna be very like homework based. You're gonna need to see all the shit. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It that that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. Um. I I I want to touch on um. I guess you can touch on before I get into my my other point um why you thought that was like you didn't like the way they did it like you were saying go, coming out of the movie theater you would have liked it probably more if it was Palpatine yeah Palpatine or Sidious just yeah. because of the time frame yeah um I'm not huge on them crossing over the animated series to the yeah. movies because I think those are for different people I, I don't think the animated series is for Star Wars moviegoers, yeah. Um, if that makes any sense, um, it, and I just think they're not popular enough. Where I don't think probably eighty-five percent of the people that went to that movie had any idea Darth Maul was still alive. Yeah. See, when I and I've watched some of some. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm starting to watch right, the Clone Wars now. Clone Wars. I think I've seen like three seasons, um, and so I mean I haven't even got there. So like, you, it's not like you have to watch. A season, and you yeah. see Darth Maul. Yeah, it's like you have to watch seasons. Yeah, yeah. I think he comes. If I read right, I think he comes in like the last season. Yeah. So it's weird. Um, I don't know. It's de- can you definitely see the like MCU fying yeah, no, part I, of I, the Star I, Wars I, now? I see how, and like I get it. You have to expand the universe because it's always been like Skywalker's and yeah. Jedi. Yeah, but, and now the fact that they want to do a fucking movie a year. Right. Yeah. It's just it's interesting. Um, what's the next here? Uh. Yeah, so this movie I was gonna say is begging for a sequel. Uh, the young, the actor who played young Han, who the name escapes me, uh, said he signed a three movie contract. I think we may have touched a little bit on this in our last podcast, uh, but the box office numbers weren't the greatest. Which, actually, this is the point I was gonna make before we get into the sequel talk. Um, this kind of pisses me off a little bit. Like I understand that um, it is, it didn't do box office numbers like. On other the Star Wars, like movies. on yeah, in terms of other Star Wars movies, because I I do really think it was because it was on Memorial Day and it was facing so much competition. Right on Memorial Day, people like to go outside and fucking go lake, barbecue, yeah. go to the lake, swim. Um, so they're not really going to see movies. So I think that hurt it. But this movie, I personally think, like as a movie critic, if I if you consider me that, I think this is a really fucking good movie. And if it didn't do like. Gr- like amazing at the box office. I hope we get these sequels because I want to learn more. Um, I hope they don't see this as like, Oh, it didn't do well at the box office. We're going to pitch the fucking sequels because I definitely think there's an audience for it. I definitely, I would definitely go see it. I want to learn more. Um, I I'm all in for the character based spinoffs. Like they confirmed a Boba Fett. Uh, I know we've talked about, and that's not the number one character you choose, but, um, They've done that, you know. I would personally like a Darth Maul spinoff. Even before I saw this movie, I wanted that. Um, so there's just, I, I really hope they don't look at the box office numbers and be like, oh, well, people are getting Star Wars fatigued. We're going to pump the brakes, you know. I Pump the brakes to a certain extent. Just don't throw it all out, which I'm scared of because I heard a rumor that they, did they fire uh, the president, like the Kathleen... Kennedy I don't know lady, if they fired her, but I think she's under some fire. Yeah, uh, I hope. Like, dude, this is a good movie. I gave it eight point six. 
Yeah, I didn't go that high. Um, I think I was in like seven six area. Yeah. Um, it's fun, like, but you still think than, it was good. Like right, seven's yeah, no, a good was, number in right. terms of a ten scale. Right, it was good, it, but more than anything, it's just a fun movie. Yeah, like, it did its job. Right, it's not, it's not Rogue One. It's not like super dark. Yeah, and yeah. kind of depressing and yeah. tying a bunch of things together. It's more. It's just a fun. Mo- it's a really fun movie to watch for sure. Um, I get some of the Star Wars fatigue. I, I, I honestly do get that. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, it's gonna, we yeah. go from zero movies for like years. Zero to 100, real quick. Six movies in six years. And now, a so. TV series we're going to get and so, all this shit. I, I get some of that, but I, I don't think they'll shy away from it. It still made a shit ton of money. It's, yeah. You know, it's not like they're losing money. I read somewhere I read movies. somewhere online that this was like the ninth most expensive movie to make. Which is fucking crazy, right? Especially if it underperformed at the box office, kind of sucks. But um, one thing I want to say, and this has nothing to do with like where we're going right now, but uh, I remember when you looked at me in the movie theater with the Lady Proxima, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like when I first saw the movie, I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, god, yeah. this is not going to go yeah, well," because yeah, yeah. it was so corny and oh, shit. And so then terrible. yeah, and then they finally it got it picked up a lot yeah. but i just remember you looking at me like oh like, fuck this is, <laughs> this is gonna suck not yeah a good start. yeah it definitely got better though definitely got better um now now about the sequel talk a little bit so the actor who played young han has told us that he signed a three movie contract the box office numbers weren't the greatest um do you think this will affect star wars moving forward do you think we'll get these sequels do you think like he'll appear in like the obi-wan movie like what do you what do you think they're going to do moving forward i could see him doing the obi-wan i think that's interesting yeah uh because we know obi-wan and han have met because that i think we talked about we did aired episode four obi-wan says you know oh i know like the best pilot you know in all the galaxy or whatever um, so I could see that. Um, I definitely see a spinoff. They left it in a place where you almost you can't it leave has it alone. To be. Yeah, the infant's nest. Infant's nest. Right. I thought that was a interesting take and character. Yeah. We'd need more of her because we know nothing. Right. Um. So yeah. I, yeah. I think do, so. Do you think we'll get like a solo too, or do you think we'll they'll kind of intertwine the rest of the story into another spinoff? That's a good question. I, I know. Don't know. I think it would almost have to be a solo too. I think so too. But but the the question is, it didn't do well at the box office. So will we get that? Yeah, uh, it's hard. It I sucks. Don't, I don't. I don't think this deter one one movie is going to deter Star Wars. Um, I I think if anything, they just know they have to they have to bring it even more. Yeah. Um, so put it I mean, in, it might put in December, bro. Right. It might make it a better product. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem. Is they went what five months after yeah. the last one the last one had such mixed reviews yeah. you know so uh, the timing was just really really bad for solo especially because it was a go- going against deadpool and avengers so yeah. it's just yeah put in december i think i think it did well enough to constitute right. another one at least yeah you you sign him to a three movie deal you're gonna give him three movies yeah agreed um we kind of mentioned it star wars confirmed a boba fett movie is in the works with director james mangold he directed um logan the really dark yeah, so r-rated actually, movie i watched like an hour of logan mm-hmm. fucking hated it what i know you loved it uh, that shit was dark as fuck, bro. You're I not saw, an X-Men guy, though. I'm not. But also, like, the hour I saw wasn't, like, the first hour. No. So, like, the only parts I saw were, like, them in a car, like, going place to place, like, running from people. 
And then, like, what's the dude in a wheelchair's name? Uh, Professor X. Professor X, like, vibrated a whole casino. Oh, yeah. He... So he's having like uh, dan- seizures. Or yeah, something? yeah, because his like power, he's getting old, and it's like fucking him up. And yeah, so like it was just like nothing happened for like an hour. Yeah, it it's a little slow. Did you not see like a badass action scene then? Yeah, no, I did. The last scene I watched was when they shoot like the they're at the black people's family. Or okay, black family's yep, house. yep. So like I saw when like they all get shot and killed, and like. Then Logan picks the girl up and they leave. Okay. And like Logan just let that girl like go. They like picked that girl up and he was walking away. Logan's like, yeah, see, I gotta go get Professor X. <laughs> Damn, I am surprised you didn't like it. I mean, I I need to watch the whole thing yeah. start to finish. But yeah, no, it it was n- I was not feeling it. I was watching that movie and I was just looking at Emmett like, yo, this shit is terrible. <laughs> All right, so that answers my question. You don't think? You're not because you didn't even really care about the Boba Fett movie to begin yeah. with. So now on, I, wait to tell me your take after you watch the whole Logan movie. Yeah, because well, I Logan. think I think a Boba Fett um, movie with kind of Logan vibes would be fucking sweet. Personally, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, uh, let's keep moving it forward. I'm gonna skip Deadpool. I thought yeah. it was fucking funny. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I gave it an eight point five on my unfiltered cinematic. So go check that out. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really fucking funny. Um, Westworld takes. I have to throw some takes because the last episode last Sunday was my favorite of the whole fucking series. I beg for you to get on this train while you have HBO. So I watched like 15 minutes of one Westworld It's episode. very weird. Very weird. And it was, they were in like some samurai land. Yep. That's the, yep. And like Shogun world. got mind control and she like made them all like kill each other. Yep. That's Maeve. I was... She's the Very one. Confused. Well, yeah, you're you're hopping right in the <laughs> middle of fucking season two, so yeah. that is weird. There's a lot going on, and season two has been super confusing. But like this last episode was about one of the Indian dudes. I don't know if you were introduced to one of those guys. So fucking like deep and oh my god, so good. Highly recommend the series if you haven't seen it. Um, let's get into some DC talk. Brandon's favorite that gets him all worked up. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker is getting his own spinoff movie. That means that DC has the Leto movie, the Leto Joker movie, the Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese movie, uh, potentially starring Joaquin Phoenix, not fully confirmed yet. Birds of Prey, the potentially R-rated girl gang spinoff movie led by Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie, Gotham City Sirens, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, and a solo um, Harley Quinn movie. And the Joker versus Harley Quinn, where they potentially team up. I don't know why it's called versus. Um, and Suicide Squad 2. All of these are either in development or rumored to be happening. So this shit is going to get so fucking messy. I just want to hear your takes. Um, D- this was another thing that came out. So DC's non-DC extended universe movie label may now be called DC Dark or DC Black. And the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie would be the first entry. So it's kind of it's going to be separate than the like DC universe with the Justice League characters and all that. Um, would you are you are you here for that? Do you like that that it's like a separate thing? I personally here's my hot take of this segment. 
I think this could work. Like, if you give me an R-rated Joker movie that has nothing to do with the Justice League movies, nothing to do with the Suicide Squad movies, I'm here for it. Like, you give me Martin Scorsese with the Joker, that shit is going to be fire if it's done right. And it was also another um, new report came out that said the Phoenix-led Joker movie will start filming next month and will have a budget of $55 million, which is significantly lower than most superhero movies. But I think that's a good thing. It's going to focus more on the storytelling aspect and the origins than the CGI and the fucking action fighting shit. I think that will do it better. I think that's what could potentially set apart this DC dark universe label than the fucking DCEU. I Brandon's looking at me like there's no fucking help in this shit, but what do you think? Just when you think DC can't get any worse, <laughs> man, they do some they throw more like movies. Like First off, <laughs> Harley Quinn's cool, but we don't need eight Harley Quinn movies. I agree. We get it. Margot Robbie's hot. And a good actress. Jared Leto, yeah, like his Joker was kind of like dark and yeah, and new and weird. But here's my thing about the Joker. To me, what makes the Joker almost like the perfect villain, and especially like you know when I think of like Heath Ledger, is we don't know shit about the Joker, and it almost makes it like you almost ruin the Joker by giving him backstory. I think the mysteriousness of the Joker is part of what makes the character so unique and so great. Okay. You know, Batman, everybody and their mom knows Batman's backstory. I mean, how many freaking times do we need it? But, like, the Joker not having one, it, it feels very forced to me that they're going to give him two freaking origin stories. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know specifically if the Leto one is a... Like origin story, I think it's just his own fucking movie. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just you're not like, here for it. But here's the problem: say, say the Joaquin Phoenix one is really, really good. So now we're gonna go watch with the expectations that that will be good. The, right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, and then we have to go watch other DC movies with a completely different Joker. Yeah. Like what? What are you doing? It's messy. Wait, it's messy. Either do that five years ago or wait five years and when. DC is pretty much dead, and then that's how you can resurrect it. Revive it. I agree. God. Okay. Just bad business. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. Um, One more tidbit, and then I'll ask you a little question. Uh, Also, the latest reported script by Matt Reeves is rumored to lean toward a younger Bruce Wayne, which has led many to believe that Ben Affleck may be out for the upcoming Batman movie. I know know we've said, we talked about this hundreds of times, it feels like. Um, but if you could wave a magic fucking wand, how would you clean up DC's past and potential future? Would you kill the DC universe, wait five years, and bring it back? Um, if that is the case, how do you like? Do you give the origin stories there, um, like the Wonder Woman? Then you got the Flash. Then you got Batman, and then the team ups. Like, how would you? Yeah, how would you this up so much that yeah, it's hard to clean it up? Yeah, now. how would you either clean it up or start it over and move forward? I would do. Here's what I would do. I know it's kind of on the spot and hard. No, but. no. Here, here's here's what I would do. Here's what my plan would be. I would stick with what you got now. So I would do a couple. I would probably do two more Wonder Woman movies. Okay. Like standalones. Yep. Aquaman's coming out. Whatever. Let it go. <laughs> like, you know, who gives a shit? Uh, 
Batman, I would not give a standalone. Because we, we already it. know. We've seen okay. it. We don't need it. Especially because, like, at this point, like, don't look at Ben Affleck because he'll threaten to quit on you. You know, like, just let him be. And then I would do, like, one or two more, like, combined DC movies. Okay. So you throw away. All of them. You would throw away Flash and Cyborg? Like, you wouldn't give them solo they movies? Be, they can be in the collective Team ups. movies. They okay. don't need a backstory. Okay. Okay. So that probably gets me, like, five or six years of more DC movies. I'd probably take two years off. And then in those two years, man, you got to make sure you're writing good scripts. You're doing backstories. You're making sure you have a whole map of how this is all going to connect at some point. Mm-hmm. And then you got to make sure you cast right. Now, you're kind of screwed because you just lost probably the greatest Wonder Woman of all time. So that's shitty. But, like, Superman's not great. Batman's fucking horrible. Uh, who cares about Aquaman? Who cares about, like, those movies are fine. I'm sure they'll they'll be okay. But, like, if you don't get Batman right yeah. and Superman right, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. Your movies You're right. are, are screwed. You're right. And you guys have such an advantage. You have the greatest two characters in superhero movie history, and you can't get it right. And they have, and great, have villains. great villains. Yeah. And you haven't done any of them. Yeah. I mean, I just... Uh, they're fucked. Yeah. Here's what I would do if I could like start them over. Oh, if I could wave a wand, I would just wipe. I'd go Men in Black and wipe everybody's <laughs> fucking brain of how yeah. seen any DC movie in the last five years. Yeah. I think the reason why One Woman did so well is because obviously it was like written great, like it was awesome. But um, I th- I would go more origin story first. Like you have who, to. Ca- who cares if you're co- basically copying what Marvel did? It works. It, works. it fucking works. So give me a Wonder Woman. If you want to give me a Flash, give me a Flash. Give me an Aquaman. Absolutely. Like we know Batman already. So then maybe after we do the the origin stories that we don't necessarily know about, then you give us Batman versus Superman. Then maybe throw in a Batman solo movie or a bat or a Superman solo movie. And not a Batman <laughs> as a little kid. His parents died. Yeah. Like don't like, go back in time right. tell me now and then throw in the justice league then throw in the suicide squad yeah that's what i'm saying though is finish out this cycle and then you take those two years and you map out every single origin story how they're going to connect mm-hmm. okay after that where are we at in our time frame okay we're in we're in this era okay so who can we bring into this movie to make you know to yeah. link our universes together that's what you have to you have to map this shit out it's oh, literally yeah. like they're it's like, a puzzle. Oh God, uh, Marvel's kicking our ass. Yeah, Go. let's just throw just in a, everything. Let's throw in a team up movie. And it's like <laughs> you just you done fucked up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I just kind of thought of this, and, and it's not in the Google Doc, so I may fucking I'm just winging it. But um, especially with kind of the end in sight for Marvel and the fact that DC is potentially going to be sloppy as fuck, and who knows the future. Do you see kind of the death of the superhero movie on the horizon? Yeah, I think so. I, I think after this next Avengers movie, especially, I think you're going to see a, a real decline in like the interest yeah. in superheroes. Obviously, you're going to have like Black Panther that's going to do your yeah. numbers. We're going to have Captain Marvel. Like Marvel's still going to be a pillar in the movie industry, right. but but you're going to see less and less of them. I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. Like you're probably not getting any more Thor movies. You're probably not getting. Any, you're, we know you're not getting any more Captain America movies. I'm assuming you're not getting any more Iron, Iron Man, Man movies. 
So, like, you're starting to already see them kind of dwindle. Yeah. Ant-Man can't carry your franchise. No. Uh, just, like, Aquaman can't carry your franchise, you know. So, I, I'm starting to see the end in sight for yeah. some of these. And can well, I that s- doesn't mean in five years there's, there not, won't a, be any. there's not a re-up, yeah. you know. And let me say this. I honestly think this could be a good thing for Hollywood. Oh, it, I, I we get so we would get more original storytelling if so. these died, and I don't want them to die because I like them. Like I uh, go, yeah. I go to them and I love them. I'm very mixed on superhero movies because I love watching them. Yeah, but at the same time, like you do get kind of tired. Like it's hard to keep up. with Yeah, it, it becomes a homework assignment, right. honestly, and that's fine. That's cool. Like I like that because I'm a movie nerd. Right, but I think. I, when, I would say overall, I like more stories like Goodfellas, like Good Will Hunting. I'm looking at the posters right. in my wall. Like the originals. Yeah, like the originals where it's fucking genuine storytelling. And I think, I don't want to say we've completely lost that in Hollywood, but it's... We've lost it's, the creativity in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, all it is now is fucking reboots and sequels and shit like that. Um I just I I, th- I think we need to get get back to the Shawshank Redemptions, the Goodfellas, the like the good true movies of Hollywood. And I think in a way, superhero movies have kind of diluted that quality. So I don't want to say like I'm rooting for like the death of the superhero movie, but we need I, to move on. Yeah, time. eventually we need to move on a little bit. There will be a time. There will always be. You know, room for superheroes. And I kind of loop in Star Wars with that superhero type yeah. movie. I love Star Wars almost more than anything in the in, like as Star a movie Wars fan. Is different because they've gone, they've taken such long gaps. I know it feels like we've gotten a ton of Star Wars because yeah. of the last two or three years, but like I see what you're saying. They it does I, feel superhero. Yeah, I just kind of loop it into the kind of like action right movie. Right. Yeah. So that's this is kind of a take I had, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where DC goes from here because it's it looks like it's gonna get yeah, sloppy. DC, we know it's gonna be sloppy. The real question is, how does Marvel keep going? Yeah, uh, because you're gonna lose your biggest ones. Ant Man's not going to be able to carry. I you. think I did read that. Um, I read some headline today that said that uh, Captain Marvel is going to basically be the face of Marvel moving forward. So. We'll see what happens there. They'll, I'm sure it'll be good. They, Marvel does good fucking work. Right, right. So and I'm excited to see how it goes, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, this is very interesting. I wanna, I'm excited to hear your take on this one. Donald Glover, Ryan Gosling, and Ezra Miller, he's the Flash from the Justice League, uh, they are leading Warner Brothers' casting shortlist for the upcoming Willy Wonka reboot movie. We just talked about reboots and um, sequels. We're getting another one with Willy Wonka. I, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm fully here for it, but the fact that Donald Glover's at the top of that list makes me excited. Uh, I guess I just answered my own question, but do any of these actors jump out to you yeah, for this role? Donald Glover would be cool. Honestly, though, I think Ryan Gosling might be a perfect Willy Wonka because he's kind of like a snarky, like sarcastic yeah. kind of character. Yeah. And that's like perfect for Ryan Gosling. That's like who he is. Yeah. But I think if they go Donald Glover, though, it'll be what we all want is something different. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just – Donald Glover is so fucking talented. He's winning this year so far. You got Atlanta, which was awesome, and it got renewed. We're going to talk about that next. Um, you got Solo. Solo. You got potentially the al- – you got This Is America, which is big enough on its own, but we're probably going to get an album – um, if, if he it, Lion King coming up, if he lands this, like the dude is just fucking killing it. It's yeah. crazy. Um, 
Yeah. So, do, I mean, does this Willy Wonka reboot interest you? Not really. Not I don't really. really like the story that much. Okay. Like, I'm, it's I'm over it. Okay. All right. I love the, see I love the original. I won't love the it. original. If Donald Glover's there, Johnny, then I, Johnny Depp was kind of a pedophile. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if I've seen that whole. Yes, movie from beginning to end. Yeah, it definitely looks fucking weird. But I mean, the lo- premise is kind of pedophilish. Lo- I love the original movie. Like it's, I can, yeah, it's Gene like Wilder a, it's like a classic. Perfect. But yeah. um, I don't know. All right, let's move on. Atlanta has been renewed for a third season at FX. This is kind of big news because many people were speculating the finale of season two would potentially be the end of the entire series because it kind of. It kind of left it to where it was like, okay, where are they going to go from here? Um, but FX confirmed that Earn, Van, Paperboy, and Darius will be back. Donald Glover has said that season three will be the show's version of Kanye West's album, Graduation. I think he said that the second season was their late registration, so he's basically just going along with the Kanye albums, which is kind of interesting. Um, writer and producer, this might be... Uh, Donald Glover's brother, I don't know 100%, but uh, Stephen Glover said that there's a very specific perspective from the Atlanta woman that I think we're going to explore in season three. That sounds interesting. I love Van. I lo- it's the same girl who plays um, Domino in Deadpool 2. She's a smoke show. Zazie Beats. Um, I'm a big fan of this Atlanta show. Uh, it's very innovative. It's very... Like it's kind. Of, I'd say it's like a dark comedy. It's it's definitely comedic, but it's all almost a drama too. If that makes sense, it's just so like unique and good. And it's about rap, like and the struggle of the come up for like an entourage of rap people. Right. Um, so I highly recommend it. Um, are you ever gonna hop on the train? I might. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just don't have the time right now. I know there's so many shows. Yeah, but, but at some point, I'd like to. I highly recommend it. It's easy to bang out. They're 30-minute episodes. It's really good. I think you'd like it. Um, so check that one out. This next one is very interesting. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. This this is, this is kind of not old news, but uh, I think we haven't been here for like a month. So this this was kind of a big deal for what would have been like two, week, two or three weeks ago. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has signed on to be the next villain in Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Very interesting because, spoiler alert, Spider-Man is dead right now, so um, but they're working towards uh, making a sequel, so he may be back. Tony, uh, I don't feel so good. Oh, so sad. Uh, he will be playing Mysterio, and there are also rumors floating around that Michael Keaton may return as Vulture in the sequel. Uh, here's Mysterio's backstory according to Wikipedia. He's an actor and special effects artist who was turned away from a good movie gig and decided to prove himself by becoming a phony vigilante to take down Spider-Man. Do you think Jake Gyllenhaal will be a good fit for this role? Do you think he'll be a good fit for the MCU? He's an interesting pick. Yeah. I don't know when I think villain. I don't know if I would have gone Jake Gyllenhaal, but Marvel (laughs) has this way of just making everything look right. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of that movie. It's where he's uh, the photographer and he's driving around in like a yellow car and it's like a super dark fucking movie i can't think yeah, of the name about. that that screams like villain to me and i think that that movie kind of fits him in, in into this role a little bit to me can't think of the name of that movie you're looking um, it up right now but uh nightcrawler nightcrawler that's it yeah uh, that's a really good movie so i think about that role and i'm like okay he could be a villain um 
yeah, so there's that. Uh, this is very interesting. So this is kind of like our thing. We like to kind of investigate and speculate about some shit. Um, are they setting up the Sinister Six? So the Sinister Six is like the – it's basically the Suicide Squad of Spider-Man right. villains. Um, so here are kind of the rumors and – like what is potentially happening here vulture we have michael keaton he was the main villain in spider-man homecoming shocker who is uh bokeem woodbine he is one of vulture's cronies in spider-man um homecoming he's kind of the black dude who has the kind of shock fist thing um scorpion who is michael mando uh, he showed up in the post credit scene with the scar on his eye in the in Spider-Man okay. Homecoming. We have Prowler, who this hasn't been confirmed, but this is speculation. This is what I've read. Um, excuse me. I dropped my mic there for a minute. Uh, Prowler, who is Donald Glover. That is Aaron Davis. That's the name of the character in the movie. Um, he said his nephew, potentially Miles Morales, lives in New York. That's not totally confirmed, but it all makes sense. Uh, Mysterio, uh, now Jake Gyllenhaal, he's the villain for the sequel. And then that is one, two, three, four, five characters. So the Sinister Six, we would need another one. Here are some potential villains for the final spot in the Sinister Six. Uh, we have Doc Ock, Craven the, the Hunter, Green Goblin, and Venom. Um so Screen Rant had a list, and I thought it was interesting as hell. Um, I remember, so here, here, here's who they had for the, their picks for these characters. So Doc Ock, they had Jeffrey Wright, who is the um, black dude, Bernard in uh, Westworld with the glasses. Okay. They had him. Craven the Hunter, they had um, the 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 like Mexican looking dude from Narcos. He's like a uh, one of the FBI agents. Can you think of who I'm talking about? I think so okay, um, Green Goblin. This one is so fucking interesting. Guess who they had? For Green Goblin, Toby Maguire. Oh, <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, and then Venom. Obviously, they had Tom Hardy. Maybe he'll come and have a yeah. play in this. Um, which villain would do you think would be the dopest, and who would you like to see play these characters? Well, if it's Venom, I'd love to see Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy Venom. Yeah, that would be cool. And there was another headline recently that said the director wouldn't confirm or deny that we'd get a Spider-Man cameo in Venom. So I have a feeling it's coming, man. I, I hope so. I, I, I hope so. If they connect it, it'd be sweet. Yeah. I think it would hurt them more if they're not connected. I so I don't know. Um First of all, did you enjoy Spider-Man: Homecoming? Oh yeah. And would are, would you be looking forward to the sequel? Absolutely. Okay, me too. I thought I thought the Spider-Man was beautifully done. He's yeah. younger. Um, it's just kind of a fresh. It's, funny. it's a fresher take yeah. on it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, so the movie will come only two months after the next Avengers movie. Do you think they'll face a marketing strategy with this movie being so close to the final Avengers? So basically what is going to happen here is how are they going to like premiere the trailer? Because obviously if it's only like two months after the Avengers, we know that Spider-Man is dead. dead. Yeah, so it's just kind of how are they going to really do this? I mean, Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe 
I don't. I can't. I can't I really see like them doing nothing, and then like the very last scene. You know how they do the post credits is like a Spider Man scene. In in Avengers, yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's gonna be like. I think they're gonna come back. No, yeah, no, period. no, no, no. I'm no, just I saying. In the, I, I agree, but I'm saying like. Oh, you in see the, like the post credit being like setting up the yeah the Spider-Man well, yeah. Movie? I just meant like in the trailer, like how the fuck are they gonna yeah. promote this movie when we know he's dead, but clearly he's gonna come back. Right. Are they just gonna throw away the thing that he's dead, or how? Like it's gonna be hard for him. Right. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but. Just something to think about. Um, the last little movie um, movie TV segment here, we have Barack Obama and Michelle Obama signed a multi-year agreement with Netflix to produce, produce films and series, potentially including scripted series, unscripted series, docuseries, documentaries, and features. What's your take here? Are you for this? Would you watch them? Yeah, it could be cool. I think docu-series would probably be more the up their alley for them or yeah like unscripted the scripted would be kind of weird yeah, scripted be weird but like unscripted where it's like speeches or something like you know like yeah just storytelling or something but i don't know it'll be, it'll be interesting i'm sure we'll get more details as we get yeah for you know, sure get further along but yeah, yeah I, I i'm here for i it. couldn't see like a house of cards written by like yeah, Barack Obama, like they'd be weird, like you know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, I don't know what they would do. So, all right, let's get into some sports. So, uh, the NBA playoffs—that's probably the biggest thing. Uh, they when did when did that get over? Well, it's been a few days, right? Once the Warriors beat the Rockets, <laughs> got him, coach. All right, so the Golden State Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers four to nothing in the NBA Finals. Um, I'll be honest with you; <laughs> I sound like a dweeb with this. I stream and with a fire stick, and normally I have an ABC app. For some reason, I have an antenna to watch uh, local channels, and for I some reason, yeah, for some reason, I don't get channel five on the antenna, which is weird. Um, so I have an ABC app that normally lets me stream like what's happening live, and that's what I use when it's on ABC. So. Uh, it wasn't fucking working for some for some reason. And then people told yeah, me didn't miss much. Th- then people told me I could watch it on ESPN the ESPN app, and I click on that, and it doesn't work. So I was pissed. I I, I missed the game one, which was I was most Best mad about one, because yeah. yeah, I heard it was so awesome. I had to like see everybody's reaction on Twitter. <laughs> um, so I guess tell me about that a little bit, and then you can break down the series. I don't really know. Did the I heard the rest basically fucked the Cavs. I mean, well, so a lot of shit fucked the Cavs. And, and I know you're you're a big fan of uh, refs. So yeah, tell so, tell me well, what. You, so in game one, the, there's like 30 seconds left. Cavs were up, I think two. Yeah, they're up two, and um, Durant drives. LeBron, they call a charge on Durant. Okay. Cavs ball up two thirty seconds. Sweet, we're taking game one. They go and review it mm-hmm. and overturn it. Yeah, say block. That's what I saw on Twitter. Now here's my problem with this, and this is a, I was hot about this. Okay, <laughs> to me, let me start by saying it was a block. It was not a charge. They should have never called it a charge. Mm-hmm. LeBron was still moving. To me, it was a charge or a block. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? I'm I, saying I hear it's it. a block. <laughs> I'm saying the foul should have been on LeBron. <laughs> so then they go to review it. So by definition of the NBA rule book, which I spent way too much time looking up. <laughs> oh, my God. They had to look up and see, because you know how they have the arc? Yeah. Was his feet outside of that? They were clearly outside of that. Okay. There's also a rule that says 
The only other way you can overturn it, if his feet are outside of that, is if he wasn't in legal guarding position. Okay. Okay, that's a vague statement. <laughs> so now I have to go down this rabbit hole. What is what is legal guarding position? Legal guarding position means his feet are all, like touching the ground, meaning he's not in the air. Mm-hmm. He does not have to be set. Nowhere in there does it say he has to be set. He can't be moving. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has to. Uh, what's the other thing? It doesn't matter if he's like facing forward or facing like it doesn't matter where his shoulders are or anything like that. He literally just has to have his feet set and he has to be there before the offensive player like is in the air. Yeah. All of that shit happened. (laughs) So by the definition of the NBA rule, LeBron was in legal guarding position and it wasn't even close and they still overturned it. Granted, they got the call right, I think. To me, they got the call right. But you shouldn't have been able to overturn that horseshit rule. Anyway, Durant makes two free throws. LeBron gets a dunk. Warriors get an and one. So the Cavs were down by one. Okay. They throw the ball to George Hill, who's getting ready to shoot a layup, gets hammered. He makes the first free throw. Tie game. Four That's seconds sad. left. Huh? Oh, yeah, the JR thing. Yeah. yeah. Misses the free throw. Fucking how. <laughs> NBA player, make your damn free throws. JR gets it, has a wide open layup, and instead's like, let's dribble this shit out and go to Cleveland. We won, baby. <laughs> so he didn't know the score. And they lost. They get killed in overtime. Yeah. I mean, just. Uh, JR took the L. Just so bad. They JR were, doing JR things. Here, this So, an uh, unnamed buddy of mine who's a LeBron hater was like, Oh, everybody always says LeBron doesn't have any players, like good players on his team. He's got an all-star in Kevin Love and one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time in Kyle Korver. Let me ask you this. (laughs) If you had to guess, what percent do you think Kyle Korver shot from the field in the NBA Finals? Um, Anywhere from 0% to 100%. Yeah. um, I think it was low, wasn't it? Because he didn't take many shots, right? He, He took enough. Okay, I'll say like 25. 25. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I guess, no. right? Really? <laughs> he shot, and I am not kidding. I am not making this number up. The number that popped in my head was 14, but I don't know if that. Nope. He Lower shot than that? 6%. Oh, Jesus Christ. Six. One, two, three, four, five. Six. <laughs> Six percent. Fuck. I think I could have shot 6%. Did he, did he not was. shoot a lot of threes, though? He didn't shoot a ton, yeah. but he just kept but breaking he, them. Yeah. How do you shoot 6%? You are a million-dollar man. You're Some, shitting on our Iowa boy. I don't care. 6%. I, I know, I know, I know. Then George Hill got the yips, couldn't make a, sh- a free throw after that. I mean, they were they're so, so bad. They were so bad. But, on the contrary, could LeBron be considered the GOAT just for getting this shitty team to the finals? I mean... <sighs> He is the goat. Oh, here we go. Uh, I think I think so too, bro. I right. I hate to I, I hate to keep a, backing up Jordan on this one, but I think it I is. It's time. It's time with a Jordan guy, so I can just kind of bury him. But because <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get into it right now, but it's a, it's a long discussion. It's a long discussion. But I do think it's time. It's kind of like the Kendrick Lamar fucking argument. I think it's fucking time to call him a great a great. Kendrick, I think you can call it great, but I think LeBron is the greatest. Uh, yeah, see, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree, I agree. But I think, I think when it's all said and done, Kendrick's going to be the greatest. So that's my hot take compared to your take. A ton more left in his career. Where LeBron, I mean, I think LeBron still has a lot left in the tank, but he's more towards 
the the, the end, the, the decline. The decline of his career. I, 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 someone told me this or that the headline was that uh, they're asking LeBron if he's going to be able to play with his son in like five years yeah, or that's something. What, that's what he wants to do. That's yeah. his goal is to play with his son. I think it's definitely – I mean, he's fucking on top of his game still, so he's, there's he's potential. He led the NBA in yeah. minutes this year. It's crazy, right? So do you think that could happen? Yeah, I think so. That'd be really cool. I think that's, that's what he'll try to do. That'd be cool. No way his son is as good as him, though, right? His son's a baller. Is he? He's only like 12 or yeah. 14 or something. But, yeah, he's been balling. Crazy to think about. I don't know. Uh, LeBron needs to just go somewhere where, like, he doesn't have to play a ton in the regular season. He can kind of relax, let them knees sit. Where Where do you think he's going to go? I don't know. Tough to say. L.A. is kind of the betting favorite right now. The Lakers? The Lakers. Really? But I just don't I see him and Lonzo. Do you think, like, maybe, like, the Rockets? Isn't that another kind of? It's an interesting Interesting, like, idea, scenario. But the problem is, that's a lot of money for the Rockets to invest, and yeah. I don't know if they have the cap space to do all of the things they want to do. Okay. The other interesting one, I think, to me, my sleeper is the Spurs. I could see him definitely going to the Spurs. Yeah. And then the other one that's kind of funny is the Celtics because they're saying they could trade Kyrie. Oh, really? Yeah, and then get LeBron, which that I think funny. would be freaking hilarious. I kind of. I think it'd be cool to see him go to Philly personally. Philly would be cool too. Yeah. But I don't that, know. That's just, yeah. I don't know. Then you have Ben Simmons and him who are yeah. basically the same player, yeah, right? But, but LeBron's just better. Shoot, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. interesting. Um, so, overall boring finals. I, yeah, did, I, didn't, finals. I didn't miss much terrible after the game one. Both conference finals were really, really good. Then the finals were just terrible. Yeah. That kind of sucks. It was expected. I yeah. mean, the Warriors are just way better than the Cavs. Yeah. All right. Um, NHL playoffs. Again, didn't watch a lick, but uh, we got to talk about it. The Washington Capitals beat the, the Vegas Golden Knights 4-1 to in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, did you watch any of this? So, I'm, I'm usually a pretty big Stanley Cup fan. I didn't watch much of this. I, I did watch the final game. It was okay. really cool to watch Ovi, Ovi win. Trophy. Yeah, uh, and he's been Oshie. on a fucking like he's two week long bender. bender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big TJ Oshie fan because I was a Blackhawks fan and he was on the Blues, but he had a really cool moment. His dad has Alzheimer's. Okay, um, so he talked about how his dad will never forget this moment. That's cool. Um, so I mean, it was just really cool. It's always cool to watch people. And like not named Sidney Crosby, get the cup and just be like so <laughs> overfilled with joy. Yeah, uh, I saw that one clip of that kid, the son on top of the, his dad's shoulders, yeah. and they're like cutting to him, and he's like crying, yeah. like he's so happy. That shit was dope. Yeah, that was so cool. It, it's cool. The Stanley Cups, honestly, even if you're not a big hockey fan, if you just watch the Stanley Cup Finals, that game, I mean, they're so fun. It's so fast paced. Uh, hockey's a really cool sport. Yeah, I wish uh, I was more of a hockey fan. It's, it's a lot of fun. I think yeah. you would like it a lot. Yeah, I definitely would. I just, yeah, I just don't. It's hard. Want, yeah, there's they, a lot going on. Are, they're terrible marketing. Yeah, so they're not on very often. So it, it's hard, but it was cool. It was really cool to see Vegas. I mean, an expansion yeah, an expansion team, team in their first, first year. year. Yeah, so I mean that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, I don't really have anything here, but do you have a, like an MLB update? That I mean, we're, we've gone long we're, enough. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get in the dog days where we're gonna talk more about MLB. Yeah, so we'll get there. okay, cool. Um, these are two little tidbits that I threw in here just to have more of a sports segment. But uh, the NFL owners agreed to a new national anthem policy. Um, we don't have to really get political at the end here unless you really want to. Teams will be fined if players kneel on the field or the sidelines. However, players. Players will be allowed to stay in the locker room during the anthem if they choose. Um, I think we both know our fans, our listeners know our stance here. Um, what, what's your take? I mean, yeah, I just think 
the NFL is so scared of like Trump and everything that's been going on that they like made a rash decision. I don't think they thought it all the way yeah. through, and I think this makes it um, even worse for them. Yeah, if that makes sense. Here's the thing: just, it doesn't look good. No, nah, it looks you look scared doing it, honestly. But here's the thing: if you're a football fan. You're probably going to watch the game regardless of if someone takes a knee or not. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I get, like, viewership's down, and I have a whole host of reasons why viewership's down that we can talk about another day. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as much to do with the flag as some people think or the national anthem. We can go to a whole rant. Right. Yes, so, but- like, I, I think they're, like, making this a bigger problem, and they've handled this. It's similar to like how they handled the Ray Rice situation. Like they've handled this so piss poorly. That it just seems like just, NFL always fucks right. up this Goodell shit. Goodell is an idiot. Yeah. The owners are always like doing moves out of fear. Yeah, and everybody can see right through that. So, yeah. um, I, it wasn't a great look. I don't think PR wise, they've just handled it so so poorly. So yeah. Um, I mean, here's here's my take. Here's my take. I personally think they're taking away their God given right to protest. I think it's fucked up. I think the NFL did not do a fucking good job with this. That's that's my quick and easy take. Yeah, the defense against that would just be that they are technically a, they a can, private company and they can make their own rules. And, sure. And I don't know if I necessarily even disagree with that take. I, I think that's a f- fair point to some extent. Um, but, again, I just think they got way too scared and yep. – made a rash decision without thinking it all the way through. Exactly. All right, uh, moving on. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down a federal anti-sports gambling law giving states the go-ahead to allow betting on sports. Um, I think we both know our stances here. Uh, Are you excited for this? Do you think it'll work? Do you think Iowa will accept this? What what do you think? I hope Iowa does. I I think it would be smart. Uh, I mean, really, it's it's – my money i should be able to spend it you know how i want yeah it's not an endangerment to myself um which i mean you could get in a big gambling hole and it could be an endangerment to yeah. yourself but no i think it's i think it's the right move i think the government can you know t- say it's uh wages and tax it and make some money off of it if they really wanted to yeah um but no i think it's a good rule um i think it'll be it's not like fun. people don't fucking bet so yeah, people just make it legal find a way anyway so exactly and if anything you probably like saved like you might get less people that gamble like hardcore now because it's not illegal you know so yeah yeah gambling is just not my vice it's just i maybe i'll have fun like if if casinos get it and have get a book that'd be fun when you go to the casino to do but i'm not gonna like piss away all my money online and shit but it's some people that's their vice and it's cool now it's legal i think more power to them. So let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right. Let's do a, like a little Trey Knees Lug segment. I don't really have a lot here. Um, I could I could have a lot here. I'm yeah. just choosing not to share all my information <laughs> over the past uh, month or so. Um, yeah. I mean, do you have anything here? I don't really. You can lead us off here. What do you got? What, what do you, you need? I don't know. You're supposed to tell me. I'm the supposed situation. to tell you. Okay. And then, yeah. And I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to tread lightly here. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> um, Trey can't incriminate himself. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. So I, what I really want to talk about is my um, situation with the um, – no, my – what what's, What do I want to say here? The uh, wedding. I was going to say marriage, but the wedding. That's what I was going to go with. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> There's no way she listens, though, anyway. So I'll just fucking say it. All right, let's do it. So the scenario here. <laughs> Some girl I asked to go to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm fucking myself right now or not? Probably not. Okay, good. I don't think so either. And it's been like two hours anyway, so yeah. chances, no of the, chances, of, anyway. chances of them hanging on pretty fucking slim. Until she fast forwards to the end, <laughs> trying to get through it. The anyway. only people, only thing people want to listen to is the training slug yeah. segment. Fuck. It's right. popping. Um, so I asked this girl to the wedding. Um, she said, oh, let me check my schedule. I was like, all right, that's cool. Textbook, uh, no. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Really, in reality, like if we're talking like literally... I personally, I think it takes like maybe five minutes to check your schedule. That's whatever. Um, I don't hear back for like a week. And then I text back again because normal wedding courtesy is you need to RSVP like how many people you're, they yeah, need right, to put right, down, right? right? So I was like, hey, like, have you gotten a Got chance to check your schedule? Like, they, they're just wondering if they need to put me down for one or two, whatever. Like, I'm just... I'm trying to be cool about it. I'm trying not to be an annoying yeah. a-hole about it. And what do I get? No reply. Ooh. Ooh. She got the read receipts on? No, she Thank does God. not. She got a heart. Which, I mean, I clearly know she's fucking right. I see her tweet like every fucking other minute. Right. She can't give me a, a no. I would have a little more like it would be. I would be fine if she just straight up said like, Hey, I can't make it, or hey, I don't want to fucking go with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just don't ignore me. Like, what yeah. the fuck? So, I mean, yeah, that's my trainee's love scenario for the week, Not I guess. Not a lot but of advice I can give you on that one. I mean, it is what it is. I honestly might have a better time rolling solo anyway. Yeah. Um, gotta, I gotta, think I was told that uh, you're sitting at my table and I'm oh, supposed really? to be holding your hand. Okay. That'll be, that'll be fun then. I'm not, I'm going to try not. Honestly, I'm pretty fucking proud of myself. I had a, we went to a bachelor party this past weekend in Minneapolis and I definitely thought I was going to be yakking. I did not yak. And I had a shit ton to drink. <laughs> I, we got bottle service and my homie bought us fucking three rounds of shots <laughs> and I held that shit like a champ. Oh boy, I'm proud I was of you. pretty proud of myself. So. I feel like I'm building up a, t- a tolerance with these fucking degenerates. <laughs> well, you know, it took what I'm saying? 25 years. <laughs> like, we made like it. the last the last wedding I went to that had an open bar. I may or may not have yacked at the table. So this one, I'm not going to be yacking if at you the yak table. Yak at this table, Mama Taylor's going to be pissed. Well. At you. Not only Mama Taylor, Mama Alessio is sitting at the <laughs> yeah. table, so that'll be a little ox too. Yeah, that's but true. That's yeah, true. I'm excited. It's gonna be a good time either way. I just thought that was a little bullshit, but yeah, that that, that that's too bad. Yeah, whatever. Some people are just so scared to say no. Like sometimes yeah. it's okay to just be like, yeah, like nah. And the thing is, like, I'm. I'm banking that she's not listening to this. <laughs> she works at like, she bartends at a bar we normally go to. So now it's going to be super fucking yeah. awkward when we see each other. I'm not the one who brought this awkwardness on it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I don't know. It's whatever. No beef here. Like, it's cool. Whatever. You know, whatever. I'm just having, trying to have a good time, you know? Yeah, it's not like Maybe like one day. A date and then <laughs> no. we we'll go to the movie. You know? Yeah. Like, just for fun. Yeah, it's just for fun. Gonna drink. Dance a little bit, enjoy Joe and Britt's wedding, like you know. But fuck it, what could have been? What could have been? That's right. All right, that's all. Thanks for sticking it with us, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I'll be interested to see how long this was. Uh, There's a lot to talk about. We haven't been here for a while, so um, you have anything else for for the fans out there? 
I don't think so. Yeah. Sorry we were on a hiatus. Hopefully we get back to more of a yeah. regular schedule. Yeah, hopefully we can do the bi-weekly thing. Um, yeah, Brandon got a house. I just been fucking busy writing scream. Kind of, I've kind of taken a hiatus from the uh, um, pop culture dinner trays. I haven't done one in a while. Um, I have been writing a TV series. I've started a new screenplay. So really trying to focus on those. And uh, it's not dead. I'm hoping to bring them back eventually when I get some time. But uh, focuses the podcast and maybe write some articles. And we still do the movie reviews. Um, really wanted to go see Gotti. It's not fucking showing in Des Moines at this point, but um, hopefully we get to see it and we'll uh, do some unfiltered cinematics. As always, you know, pass the word around, tell your friends, retweet. Uh, hopefully we can bring the Draft Dog segment back. Yes. Um, we can get some more fan interaction. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get that going. And uh, thank you for listening. I'm Trey Lesio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Constantly Airy. This is the Are You Entertained podcast. And as always, we'll be back again for more. Stay safe.